Due to some violent content, parental discretion is advised. Happy atmosphere, a lavatory party with an atmosphere. So let me take you there, and you and I'll do anal in the cold night air. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Isle of Matinee podcast episode 111, 111. All eyes out, 111. Sorry. Hi. Welcome to the Isle of Matinee podcast. My name is Benjamin. Hello. This is Greg. Bonsoir, je m'appelle Gregoire. Come on, tapel too. This is Chris. Hello, it's Chris. This is Johnny. One, one, one. And this is the perfect episode to listen to if you're a first-time listener. You can go back if you want, but start here. And for ongoing listeners, welcome back. So I'll just explain what this podcast is all about. It's a random assortment of craziness and good times but each week we start with something we like to call slice of life so as we know baby jesus has granted us with another wonderful week on this planet and we make sure it's not been wasted so these three young men will tell me what they've been doing i will rate their stories on the scale of one to ten uh the toblerone scale we call that because at the end of the year the one with the most points will be winning a delicious chocolate bar full of toblerone it's called a toblerone i've, worked out that I've already won that no one else can win even if they have the most amazing stories in the world um, I've already won the type of oh, should we just do the brown, the should we just do the brown bear then but, and that was the end of this week's <laughs> podcast so say goodbye that's goodbye from me uh, so anyway. Anyway, joking, there's, uh, there's plenty of jeopardy all to play for <laughs> so talking of jeopardy and talking of where where do we begin I did want to interrupt actually go on um, it's interesting you saying that about slice of life because I I, I don't want to do it anymore I've got I've got my slices for this week, but you know I, I was just thinking I I did think the same thing I was like how long can this actually last because we're stretching you know what I mean because it's as long as you live we're, <laughs> no I know but, but don't kill we're yourself stretching it we're stretching the, the it a little bit I think I mean <sighs> I'm, I'm going I'm I'm doing crazy stuff just so I've got stories to tell the well, it's like the dice man isn't it <laughs> I'm sleeping with prostitutes you know I mean? I'm never doing this shit normally I'm going on trips to Amsterdam by myself I'm putting out jobs handyman jobs in the in the paper like electric uh, vehicles. <laughs> Um, uh. I just find it easier for me because it means that I don't have to actually do anything. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I always thought yeah. about it. And it's like, oh, great. I just have to juice it. And I, then... I did well, think... should we at least do it till the end of the year? Yeah, oh, no, we yeah, did the end, end of the, of the year. year. Yeah, I was just thinking as a, as, a, as a permanent bit, I'm not sure if we, we can keep it up. We might... You can, can, can't keep it up. No. Because <laughs> well, I'm always looking... I'm always looking forward to doing the silly stuff after, well, after Slice of Life. And I'm thinking we should just, just crack on the silly uh, stuff. Yeah, and I find... I find... Um... I want to forget some of these things. <laughs> yeah, and yeah. I've just got over them. And it's like... We don't uh, want to bring the listener down well, at exactly, this point, though, do we? My slice of life is, is remembering how angry I was at this, like this week. It's about how angry something made me. And it's like, oh, I've got to drag that up well, again. Well, is it's this like, healthy? Is it yeah, healthy for no. mental Going forward next year, we can always change it to that was the week that was. And then you just talk about anything you want to talk about, any yeah. subject. Or, or we could just call head. it slice of life but and then change the rules. I think what we used yeah. to do is we used to just... We used to do a slice of life if we had something that had happened that if we'd done something in particular that we wanted to talk about. Well, we've got a brand uh, now, enjoyed, slice of I've life. I enjoyed slice because it's meant that Barry doesn't want to do like the little. Can we just do like a sitcom 
Like, hello, I'm woman in a shop. Hello. <laughs> yeah, true. How are you doing? Are you, how's your Richard these days? Yeah, yeah. Oh, Richard's... Uh, we all saved oh, hello. from that. Hello, is that, is that Allah? Chris, Alpha? would you be... I don't know, you just... Would you be more in? interested in doing it next year if we swap round and you were the judge for next year? Yes. Not bad shout. That's not a bad idea. Yes. Let's talk about this off air. Uh, so let's begin with this week's <laughs> Slice of Life. Let's start with, I think this week we are going to start with Greg, I think, because okay. you haven't started for ages. So come on then. What bit, you of a bit of a non-starter. I haven't, Monday uh, morning, 9am, Greg wakes up. Oh, what did I do? I didn't work. I chose, because I said, I did a painting, didn't I? For What did I say last week? So last week, I, all I'd done for the... You were uh, painting the stairs and you didn't know what they were called. That's right, yeah. yeah. Had I painted the stairs already? Or was I think I... you were working up to it. You had, they had plastic sheeting on paint, it and there okay. was some sort so of... So I've, uh... I've done two more... So I've done all right. I've, I've done... So since I've put this advert out, I've earned about... Well, over 200 quid, like, through... Odd um, jobbing. Through odd jobbing. But it's all for the same person, to be fair. But that's a lot easier, isn't it, than running around So basically, around you're her handyman. So it's more like yeah. a gift. Uh-huh. Gifts. You it's more like a social exchange rather yeah, yeah. than paid work. But... Uh... Yes, that's cool. I did so. I did a day today as well. I did the longest day today, and uh, so I finished. So I've coated the whole of the living room now. But uh, income, one <laughs> income. She does that. That's why I insisted. That's she what you there. earn, isn't it? Income. Yeah. So that's why I said I, I want to be there during the day. You go to work, so I can spray the walls with my seed. <laughs> <laughs> did she want a sort of pebble dash finish? <laughs> I've got a lot there. I'm a horny man. <laughs> yeah, horny prince. We've run out of emotion. No, we haven't. I like I like the white Artex finish, but what's all that brown and red in the corner? <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's like five millimetres here, five millimetres <laughs> there. It's going to take you until, you know, just pick years. dust at the end. Um, yeah, so I, yeah, so I did a bit of painting. I've got paid, well, I haven't got paid for that particular job yet, but, oh God, it's boring. How boring. Yeah, but no, I'm earning money. That's good. That's a good thing. Like, the, the advert worked for the time being. So I've got enough money to go to, oh yes, and I'm going to, I bought my tickets to Ireland. Um, they take the piss, don't they? Uh, Ryanair. It sounds like a brown bear thing. Cool. Tra- plane, <laughs> plane prices. Save eh? it. They take the piss, don't they? Um, but they do. They fucking they lure you in with seventy uh, pound return, and then you're like, okay, yeah, wicked. Seventy pound. Well, no, no. They lured me in for originally. You can't wear shoes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, oh, you like wearing shoes on the plane? Sorry, that's an extra turner. Oh, you like breathing? <laughs> Sorry, that will cost you too. Uh, basically, yeah, that's what they do, don't they? They say so they charge you for the luggage. It's like, well, of course I want fucking luggage. Can you tell me the price with luggage, please? Like, Did not- sir want to sit down on the plane? <laughs> yeah, oh, you want to sit down, dude? You don't want to be towed behind the plane, sir. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, they make so- you wear a Ryanair jumpsuit and they <laughs> hang you out the back of the plane. Got any odd jobs you want me to do on the plane? <laughs> So, yeah, yeah, yeah. bring down the price a bit. Um, so, yeah, the, the original price was, so from, I'm going from Luton to Kerry. Um, the original price I saw was, I was just guessing at times and whatever, and I thought, right, okay, so the wedding's here, I'll go on the Thursday or whatever. So I thought I'd be flying out. I thought the wedding was on the Friday, I thought the wedding was on the 17th, which is the Friday, so I thought I wasn't going to be here for the podcast, but I will be here. So I'm flying out on the Friday morning. I need to sort out, I need to arrange a lift to Luton Airport, because there's no way I'm going to get to Luton Airport at, can you sort, can you what do time? That? Early, like eight oh, my o'clock. My car's fucked. <laughs> all right, so <laughs> like eight o'clock. I need to be there. Well, it's ten. The flight's ten past ten or whatever. But I've got to do all the PCR bollocks shit as well. Right, so, um, but yeah. So, so yeah, thirty pound they lured me in with. Um, and I was like, oh yeah, sweet. Then changed the dates. I was like, oh no, we're flying. Actually, got to get the because I've had to coincide my f- flights with. So I meant to be. I was meant to be babysitting my friend there, taking him there for his brother's wedding. 
some mate Freddie's but his brother's now been locked like he's been arrested and he's put his going well he's going to prison by the sounds of it um so yes i can't i promised i'd get him there but i'm not going to break i mean i draw the line at breaking his brother out of prison breaking the man too yeah <laughs> Superman too. i did it oh, we I, could I, take I, a chain from my from the back of my car in. on the way and just put it to the bars <laughs> yeah see how far we get but so i arranged but i, I was i'm tight on money now because I, I my plan was to save all the money the money i wasn't going to go to amsterdam i didn't plan on going to amsterdam uh like earlier in the year uh, that was sort of kind of an and you owe me a tenner that was kind of an impromptu thing uh, so the money I spent in Amsterdam I was planning on saving for, to spend for the wedding and have yeah, get hotel rooms whatever uh, because I've blown all that and now I'm doing all this stupid odd job th- shit but then my parents put in, uh, gave us all 500 quid all the kids like 500 quid and I thought oh is that instead of presents and they were like no getting presents as well I was like, oh sweet well, so, you were uh, just about to explode weren't you so, yeah. <laughs> no no so, um, so it turns out I think uh, without that 500 quid I still could have uh, just about made it but not I wouldn't be able to afford a hotel room so what I did I arranged with, so uh, I won't say his name I nearly did but my friend who's now not, can't go because he's been locked up or whatever he got in touch he hasn't been in touch for like two years and this is part of the problem like no, no one's been able to get hold of him including his brother um, but then suddenly he got in touch and was like yep yeah, oh yeah I've got tickets so, so basically his auntie sorted out a hotel room for him bought him tickets to make sure he got there so then I thought, well, all I've got to do now is like buy my tickets and then help get him there. Just go, like, right, he's got his tickets, just drag him to the airport with me and then job done. But yeah, anyway, he got nicked, da-da-da. But then I agreed with him. I was like, well, look, I can't really afford a uh, hotel room because I blew too much in in Amsterdam. And he said, like, oh, don't worry, you can stay in my hotel room. So I was I've depended on that. So I then had to break, it, break to uh, poor old Freddie that his brother's been locked up. He didn't know about it. Um, but he, but yeah. Um, Have you double checked? They're not going to cancel the hotel room. No, that's what I did. That's what. Well, right, you <laughs> yeah. horrible man. So I, like, I know it sounds really cynical, but like uh, I, only because it is. But I, I thought I couldn't go. Otherwise. Did you have any part in him getting locked up? So Crow was meant to be going as well. <laughs> I still want to share his room. Or <laughs> no, yeah, uh, no, obviously not. But it did. I did. I didn't want to seem like so. Anyway, still about that hotel room. But yeah, Freddie said, yeah, you can stay. In, you can still stay in the hotel room. Because otherwise, I wouldn't be able to go. Because Freddie, me, Freddie, sorry, me, uh, Crow, and uh, his brother were meant to be going. Um, and that, then so it's better that one of us go, is going anyway because he wanted us all to be there so yeah. it's better one of us goes than none of us goes so he's yeah said I could still you're use like the, the ambassador <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah, oh, that's I'm, 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 I'm representing his older brother and yeah. the, that that part of the, the crew sort of thing because we do we go back since he's known me since I was 16. You know what I mean? I've known him since he's a kid. You still he's are, thought, you know, and I still am. Yeah. Um, anyway, so yeah, that's cool. So that's what. Well, I say it's cool, but I've still got to do the fucking stupid antigen thing before. I, but no, but it turns out the lady I'm working for, she's got loads of PCR tests, which cost 75 quid. She Ooh. got fuck loads of them from I don't know for some reason from, from someone she worked with. Back from and Laurie. said and said I can uh, have one of them. So. Save myself market. money there. Um, that's cool. She um, loves what you. else have I been doing? Oh, I tried. Uh, like, so I was missing Last of Us. So Last of Us Two was obviously I went on about. I really didn't do it justice while I was talking about it. I could do it. I could do a whole. If my, if my, um, your buddy from work, Mario, or whatever, wants to do a, a, a full hour long Last of Us special, um, I'll do that with her one time. And then we'll release but Amazon that Music. You're going to talk oh, about yes. that. Oh yes. So Amazon Music. So yeah, Jeff Bezos is a cunt. Amazon's Amazon are cunts. And I'm thinking about quitting Prime and Stars Play because I'm already giving. I'm giving them five pound, eight pound a month for Prime, right? So you get your TV with that, and you get anything delivered. And at Christmas time, it's it's handy to have, obviously, to get shit delivered the next day and blah blah blah. Um, and then so that's what eight pound, then five pound, thirteen quid. So thirteen pound a month I'm paying, right? Turns out no, I'm paying. 
an extra eight pound on top of that, so I'm paying twenty three pound. No, what, uh, what does that work out as? Twenty. Why are you paying uh, that much? Twenty. What, what did I say? It's twenty one pound because Amazon Space Music. Space fund. Because fucking oh, Amazon Music, the cunts. I know. Neither do I. I cancelled it fucking ages ago. Yeah, and you just have to, you have to choose it. Yeah, but I did. I've chosen. In, however, no, no, every, I'm just checking. I haven't automatically been. Oh no, it. you probably have. This is what I'm saying. I'm oh. alerting you to it. So yeah. look out. Just look out for you because the only reason I became aware of it because since changing my phone, Martin Lewis got a new phone. I, uh, it always comes up with the alert that every time I use my card now, it comes up on my phone and going yeah. every time I use my card. So or if I haven't used my card and the direct things direct come out, direct debit, or whatever. Um, and so yes, seven ninety nine popped up on Amazon, and I was like, "Whoa, wait a minute, check my thing." I was like, "I'm sure I've already fucking, I'm sure Prime came out, but it says it says Amazon Prime." I thought Amazon Music. I've I've seen it come up a few times. I thought, "Oh, it's maybe bracketed under the." I mean, my Prime is coming out under something under Amazon Music. And I thought, "No, it won't. It's 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 got to be a separate thing." And it is totally separate thing. I look back at my statement, and they've been charging me seven ninety nine for and Amazon Music's shit. That's why I cancelled it because I, I tried it out once about two years ago. And again, it says it's for free as well. It's like, oh, it's free with your subscription. It's free with your Prime. And it looks like it is when you go into, yeah. Um, but that's how they get you. And then I cancelled it. I was like, oh, they gave me two months of premium or whatever for free. And I was like, oh, yeah, don't want to use it. It couldn't find any of the tunes that I could find on Spotify. I thought well, that's pointless. So, yeah, I cancelled it or thought I'd cancelled it. Mm. But I must have cancelled it because there's no payments at the time when I used it. After that, there's no payments. When I cancelled it, there's no payments after that. But then they just fucking started up again in January. And there's no way I went in and after when I'm on a free Spotify, January this year, like this gone. Year, they're just gone, yeah, yeah. Bloody hell. So, and then they fucking charged me seven ninety nine, and I'm, I'm not having that. So, this is obviously a current, this is obviously a common thing though, because it is, because it happens, to a, lot yeah, of, it happens I, to a lot of older people. Because <laughs> I fucking <laughs> <laughs> don't you start margaring me. Um, no, yeah, because so I, <laughs> I phoned up. I phoned up. So I phoned up my back. Cause, uh, and also, you can't get in touch with like, oh, we're all about customer care, Amazon. You can't contact the fuckers. You can't contact about anything. I was looking up how to contact Amazon. You can't even email them, let alone phone the fucks. <laughs> so I was like, well, I'll just go to the bank then to get them to stop the payment. And then they're like, oh, you've got to fill in this form. I was like, okay, to get my money back from the other payments, but can you not stop the one that's pending? They're like, no. I was like, okay, well, can you stop the future transactions? And they're like, not unless you fill out the form. I'm like, what the fuck? I'm like, I'm telling you these people are fucking robbing me, and you're telling me that I've got mm. to fill out a form. I've done a security check. You know I'm me. Just stop the fucking payments you can't. Well, but they're not. So, so that I filled out the... No, get this, though. So the woman goes, the woman goes, okay, I'll send you the form over. I'll email you the form. Uh, okay, that's very, very sorry about that. And da da da. She didn't email me in the form, so I had to phone up again, wait over the fucking phone, blah, blah, blah. Then got through to support this guy, bless him, the, the, probably one of the simplest people I've ever fucking spoken to. How he, I mean, he was obviously on training or whatever, but he was just like, what's your name? Is that Hickson? Has oh, Barry got his new job then? Yeah. How oh, it wasn't Jeff Bezos? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> probably. Yeah, it was. Um, yeah, and he's like, oh, it was just like, asked me how to spell everything. I was like, Greg, G R E G. I had to repeat it every time my name. H I C K S O N. Like a plan. Yeah, and then I said my bank and sort code, and uh, and he just kept getting it wrong. He kept, he got the numbers round the wrong way four times. I was like, ah, oh. uh, like six o o one three. Like I had to keep repeating it. Um, anyway, so what he, but that? then, but then, bless him. He, what he lacked in, um, I mean, I'm not going to say intelligence, but say. I don't know people uh, skills sp- no, listening no, I customer mean, service spinach competence at his job let's say yeah. like okay job competence well, yeah, well, he liked job. No, but then that's not true because he did he took it he took the customer service thing because I said oh this woman's meant to have sent me this the last the lady I spoke to before 
um, was meant to send me this online form to send to Amazon Music to send to Amazon to complain and get all the money back because it's, it's a common thing that's happened to other people um, and then he goes okay and he, so he asked me all these questions like, oh why is he asking me all these questions being really slow because he was doing the form for me apparently and then he's like, don't worry, so I'll send that form off to you, for you now. And I was like, okay, cool. <laughs> and, and I was like, oh, cheers, man. Like, I mean, I was say, oh, you were really slow, but at least you did that for me. I didn't say that. I was, I was, I was really nice to him. And then, um, and then the form, obviously, the fuck, I looked at my email and it's like, Mr. Hickson, your form has been filled in wrong. We need you to <laughs> fill in these things. So... He, all the shit that he did, he did obviously when he couldn't get get the sort code right and everything. He fucked it up obviously, so he caused it, it made it even longer. So then, I, then I, but then at least I got the form that the woman was originally meant to yeah, send me. Yeah. So I filled it in myself. Third time trial. So you can imagine how my fucking yeah, you, veins you, you, popping up. You've got up. to feel a bit sorry for him because while he was filling that form out for you, he was also filling up boxes in the warehouse and pissing in a plastic bowl. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I know we don't normally do this, but oh, sorry, you're still talking about it. Because I know we don't normally do this, but I've, I knew you were going to say this story. Yeah. So I arranged all week. <laughs> I've been arranging something and putting the work in for this, and it's taken a hell of a lot of effort. Um, and you're not going to believe this, but we actually have Jeff Bezos here tonight, <laughs> and he sat on the stairs waiting to come in and I told him that you'd have a few that. words just, oh, if that was true, and I he just... said that it's great this is what he likes he likes to talk oh, to his it. customers now I know we don't normally do this in Slice and this is unusual I'll kick his giant head clean off but please yeah. don't be like that with him but I'm going to go and get him now and you can have a chat with Jeff and say what you are you aren't going to be along because he's a very busy man I'm going to kill him time. so please don't be like that okay, I'm just going to go and grab him has he got one of his SpaceX suits on and a cowboy hat Find out. or is that the Jeff? other fella Jeff <laughs> come in Jeff Hi there. Okay. Hi. Hi. Oh, he smells so Hi nice. Oh, oh, yeah. Mind your head. Mind your head doesn't fucking knock you to the floor. Hi there. Knock you to the floor. I, I met. You. So, hi. You <laughs> must be Greg. Uh, uh, Jeff, mate. Pleased I, to meet mate. you. Oh, I can't believe I called you, mate. Hi, I mate. Can I, give me a hundred pounds now. No, sorry. A hundred pounds. I can't bother all the fucking bollocks with some filling in forms. You're loaded. Give me a hundred pound. I want to hear on the. Po- that's what it costs to be on this podcast. I want to apologise for the experience you've had with okay. Amazon, and I want you to accept this twenty-five pound voucher <laughs> as way of an apology. <laughs> Is that okay? Oh, it's more than twenty-five pound cord, Jeff. I'm gonna, I'm gonna watch your eyes <laughs> pop out of your giant fucking head. I, I can't talk to you if you're. Greg, why, don't, like you, why don't you chin him and launch him into space? Launch him into launch him into subspace. I'm sorry about that, Jeff. That didn't really I go. I mean, it was only going to go one way. I'm sorry about that, Jeff. I'm sorry. I'd have to apologise. Is he waiting outside? He's waiting outside. So apart from Amazon, is he waiting out the front in the rain? He's flown off. But yeah, so I've I've filled in the form. I've sent it off. But now I've got to wait five days or whatever days for that, and that's a bit annoying. Um, but my, my final my, my resort's going to be if they don't sort it out I'm just going to cancel all my prime deny myself the TV um, all of it uh, that, that's the way of me making my money back is by denying myself £100 worth of TV well, why don't you get the two grand bonus to go and work in the warehouse and just leave <laughs> yeah stitch them up just go just go and nick loads of shit from actually I'll, I'll go next time I've worked at the Amazon place hasn't I I was an electrician get back next in mate next time Next, I'll just go in there and just piss all over, like do something. Yeah, do you think like, the I'll floor. bring him down. Do you think that's why they're trying to eke a bit of money back from all the work he did? He's going to start uni- unionising them. <laughs> Robots. You know, their, you know their little, their fucking things, their rolly things, all the packages. Conveyor belt. Yeah, the conveyor rolly thingy. So I'll do, do like, just do loads of shits on them. And, like, just give them so some go, like, smeared all across. Aggressive text just, messages. So you'll be, do, you'll be taken off to a psychiatric institution, <laughs> oh, Greg. Oh, yeah. So is that will happen. You won't be like a Ferris Bueller. Yeah, no, I'll wait. 
wait till we've got to go to war or something and then I'll no do that. No more slices. Yeah. So what other little slice was that your week? Um, and... There was that. Yeah, so that that was my main gripe. And then, yes, yeah, so I was going to talk about Last of Us. Oh, no, I was going to talk about... So I looked for a game to replace Last of Us because that's obviously left a big Life's void. A game. That's left a big void in my life. Um, and so I downloaded Sniper Elite 4 because well, I'll be a bit fun. <laughs> and, uh, and, uh, oh dear. Yeah, so I, I've. I've you don't like no, it? No, no, it's quite cool. I quite like the. I quite like it. I quite like the slow down bullet thing when it goes through their spines and, and shit. It's That's quite, quite cool. We have to try and work so out the trajectory and stuff. Yes, yeah, yeah. I, mean, how far I, I haven't got that far into it yet. So, no, I'm, I, it, it had me interested enough to play, but it's not the same. No, experience. you'll never find it again. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's it's like the love has gone. The love of your life has left you. <laughs> it is a bit like that. And you're um, never coming back. And if uh, Last of Us 3 comes out on the PS5, then boom. That's when I'm getting a PS5, definitely. Do you remember, this sounds like the type of stuff they use when they're profiling someone, doesn't it? Yeah. So um, Ranting on a plane, ranting at Jeff Bezos, <laughs> threatening to kill him, games. and then getting a sniper game. So, yeah, I think that's... Slice done? It's a good I slice. think that's me. Okay. Let's move on to Chris's slice this week. So, Chris, hit us with your slice. The floor is yours. Hello. Um, I was going to talk about the BT stuff, but it's ongoing. So that's one of those things that... It's been going on for a few weeks now, and I, I was going to bring it this week, but it's just boring. It's the thing that's put me off slice. Um, started watching The Ashes. That was good. Um, I can't believe it, though. I know like you're not really into cricket, but I'll, I'll deviate briefly. I like we cricket. Talking, yeah, well, I, I stayed up because it like starts at midnight, so got myself settled for the first night. What, all week? Um, you not been to bed yet? It was so annoying. They were disgusting beforehand. Like, so if there's greed on the pitch, um, which um, it's a yes, yeah, yeah, play. It's, but it's good for seam bowlers, basically. And we've got our best seam bowlers. We left out. We're resting them. Um, we still had good seam attack, though, in there. But they, um, they won the toss and then chose to bat, even though the advice beforehand was... It'll be a nightmare to, to bat on for two, like for a couple of hours, and then it should get a bit easier. So, Jeff Root, uh, Jeff Root, Jeff Root, our, our captain, who. Um, Jeff Root? <laughs> Jeff Root. I don't know. Jeff Root. Jeff Root. <laughs> oh, right, boy. And he, um, the, uh, he's obviously got no faith in our bowlers and false faith in our batters because. You need your batters to be informed for that two hours, and um, or your bowlers could be informed and take the take the the benefit of that as well. But you got both wrong, so that's it. I'm not going to talk about cricket ever again on there. <laughs> um, but you got both the decision just wrong and wrong and wrong. So never mind. Um, but with that commentary had... style, you should either be doing cricket or maybe Formula One. I think. <laughs> I had an old man in a, a little bit like a Johnny one, an old man in a shop that he was, we were in the queue. It was a long queue anyway. And then this woman pushed through and went, excuse me, excuse me. She went, he's my father. He's my father. And got to him and went, hiya. And they were just in the queue in front of me then. And I was like, because she's just pushed her shopping in there. I was like, oh, okay. It's Christmas. I'm there with a the Christmas tree. Never mind. So I was just looking about. And then, um, she then disappears. And I'm like, fantastic. And she goes, the old man goes to the front. He didn't want anything. He had an inquiry for the cashier. So she then had to ring through. So we'd been queuing just to ask a question. 
And he was like, right, I'm going to go and walk around the store until you come back with my answer sort of thing. And off he went. So she was now occupied. Um, yeah, that was annoying. That's when you shoplift. Should he should have gone to, and the cashier should have directed him to customer relations or customer, customer information. I think, I think if a shop takes too long to serve you and there's no reason for and they, and you could have been served quicker, then you should be able to shoplift. Well, yeah. to shoplift. I that, think could, that could be called Richard Madeley's law. If you have any shop questions, as you guys know, I'm the expert in retail, so just well, 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 bat Richard them this made way. his or was he done for shoplifting? Yeah, they got done for shoplifting. Oh, Take yeah, a, yeah, they okay. forgot to pay yeah, for a yeah, trolley yeah. completely full of champagnes. <laughs> Convenient champagnes. I um, the other night I was with my partner and her mate, and they both got a, a bit tipsy, and the, oh, the conversation yeah. got quite fruity, and they started talking about like. Because I was just zoning out. What's his name? Pretending I was doing other things. <laughs> yeah. And they um, so they were like they were talking about things. And I was like, oh, I've not heard like women talk like this about like when they were younger, like not knowing what head was, and everyone going, oh, good at giving head and different things like that. And just yeah. like oh, until it's like too late, like until it's someone's you've talked yourself into a situation, um, questioning. Why, they were uh, talking about when they were like 13 going about oh like talking about giving yeah. head and not knowing what it was and then going like oh yeah I'll give you good head and yeah, then, yeah, and then yeah, being yeah. forced into a blowjob situation where they d- weren't expecting um, uh, teaching was different <laughs> them days wasn't it and how nervous they were the first time they touched the penis um, Chris yes mate yes mate did you get chubs <laughs> I did get chubs <laughs> Uh, I mean, how, um, I what age were they? What, what age well. were they when they were talking about giving head? <laughs> uh, um, Did they scissor either side of you? <laughs> I told him this story about actually. I don't know if I've mentioned it. Which friend was, was like, it? Was it a friend that I know? Dave. No, 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 Margaret. No, no Margaret. Uh, you told him a story. Margaret. What's this, Chris? You told him a story. Come on, tell us about when, when I was a younger boy, and me and my mate uh, Gaz Frost. We used to go through his, his, he had an older brother who looked like, um, so this is like late 80s and he had an older brother who played ice hockey, looked a bit like Tom Cruise, always wore like a brown leather jacket and his hair like, but it was probably only about 17. You mean, you mean he, he dressed like Tom Cruise in Top Gun? Tom Cruise's famous brown leather jacket. I suppose he, <laughs> he did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he may not look like him, but he dressed like him. He's, yeah, yeah, we used to think he was cool, and we knew that there was a couple of times we'd go in his room, we'd find like porno mags, and we'd be like, yeah. Oh, look at this! Oh, oh. And then, um, anyway, we opened this top drawer, and there was condoms there, so we went, Should we have one each? We're like, Yeah, and we didn't know what they were, and you down, like, we didn't know what to do with them, we knew what they were, but the, what we thought they were, what they thought they did was not what they are, if you know what I mean. So we then went. We should do them this afternoon. We're like, yeah, all right. So then we went off and we were playing in the bushes and we're like, do you want to do yours? I was like, I don't know if I'm like ready for, because you thought like basically you put yourself in it and that's like, oh, it's like doing something (laughs) to you, like zapping you from like weird science. Imagine that. (laughs) It's like, oh, that's like sex. So um, we both, we were like, yeah, and then like put them on, and I was, it's like, oh, yeah, get it right on, yeah, and put it right around our bulbs, and we're like, twang, twang, ah, like, like rolling around these bushes, and then go, right, try and uh, 
can we walk like this? Oh, I was like, oh, I don't know. It's like so fucking sore. Like it just obviously feels like elastic bands around your nuts. That was, uh, I was like, I'm fucking so sore, so sore. And we were like, well, let's walk around like it for a bit. And then we walked around like our little place, like bow legged. And yeah. Um, so. Sorry, I missed the age. What age were you? 27. <laughs> I was about 24. <laughs> oh, man. No, I think it was about. Uh, I, I thought you were going to say you did, like, you, you did like a posh wank or something and then. Did something with no, the giant. No, no, I thought you were going to say he choked him when he died. Not wrapped them around your nuts. <laughs> well, that's different. Um, yeah, this girl she was telling us about when she um, she works in like healthcare and she was moving from one unit to another. And the unit she was moving to was like an eating disorder one. But on her leave and do, where some of the new people were there as well because they, she was well known there. Um, she got that pissed. She was going, get the poison out of me, like throwing up, get the poison out of me. So when she started the new job, they were like, had to have like words with her because it was an eating disorder and whether she was like bulimic or that um, was of her behaviour, um, which wasn't a good start to things for her. Um, <laughs> I watched... What is it? The Blade Immortal or something like that? Have you seen it? It's like a samurai film on... Rings the Bell. Or the Immortal Blade or something. On Netflix or... It might, but I can't remember. It's a Japanese one. I watched it... Narrows it, it, is, is it Is it cartoon? That narrows it down a no. bit. No. Oh, no. No, no. That's not what I'm oh, it's a Takeshi Mike one from oh, like Mike, Takeshi 2018. Yeah. Uh, it's good, it's good. Um... The beginning's really good. You know when you're like you're talking about having we spoke about contemporary music being in westerns and stuff like that, and there's contemporary music in this and during the fight scenes, it's good because where it's popular. Anachronistic like a, music. Yeah, so that was that was good. Um, and I feel like there's a massive thing I meant to say that I haven't spoken about, but. Hey, maybe it will come up. Well, what I can do is I'll let you think about that for a second. And if it comes back, you can have that as an extra little bonus Easter egg on your slice because we'll let Johnny do his now then, shall we? Let Johnny do his. I'm not interested in carrying on anyway. Oh, thanks. <laughs> what, you mean in general? general or just <laughs> in general. No, no, it's just slice. Okay, that's going to walk into the scene. Um, that's probably why you suggested not doing it anymore, if I can be so polite. Yeah. So, uh, Johnny... Well, yeah, I'd just like to congratulate Chris there for bringing the mood right down at the end there. Um, <laughs> going into a little TV segment that we've, we'd stopped doing in Slice of Life. Um, yeah, what I did... This, is, this will be like a turgid... <laughs> with like, it's like hills, isn't it? People are crossing like a this terrain, this oral terrain of... Oh, he's back. Now I'm starting to talk. He's got his excitement back. Look, that's good. That's good. Good for Chris. At least, at least he didn't throw himself out the window again. Now. Uh, actually, a couple of things about TV. I was watching Alvida's own pet on drama uh, on Saturday, and they have a warning at the beginning that say this program contains outdated language and themes. <laughs> oh I was God. wondering if maybe we should have a disclaimer. Yeah. Like that. <laughs> or maybe we should guess what the outdated language and themes are. Yeah. Chris? Well, wouldn't it be good to have like Alvida's own pet, as like for our Christmas panto? To do like Alvida's own pet as. Um... Oh, I'll be Bill Sykes. You're, Tim- you're Timothy Spool. 
Whoever he is. Yeah. I'm Jimmy Nail. I'm Jimmy Nail as well. Oh. We're all three Jimmy Nails. Uh, uh, Chris is Kevin Waitley, and we're all Jimmy Nail. <laughs> uh, no, I wouldn't mind uh, being, um, who's Bomber Harris, the big ginger? Pat Roach. Yeah, Pat Roach. Oh, Pat Roach. Yeah, I'll yeah. be Pat Roach. He's yeah, okay. I'll be nailed. the ladies' man, Wayne. I'll, I'll be Kevin Waitley then. I'll be... Jimmy no, Jimmy, no, I think I'm Jimmy Nail. You're Kevin Waitley. I'm Kevin Waitley. Mean I don't, I don't even know the characters' names. I just know the people are in it. Oh, I, I calm down, it. Wayne. Calm down. That's amazing, just... isn't it? Though, imagine that. That's a sitcom where you know each. Actor's exactly. I know. Name I know four of the actors in it, characters. and I know they're all done. I mean, I know that Timothy's like. Well, the, Timothy Spall's gone on to do... get a move on. I've got the girls yeah. waiting in a motor outside. Timothy Spall's gone on to do like. Oh, that was uh, good. Yeah. Seen as credible acting work, hasn't he? Like sort of theatre and all the rest of it. Um, yeah. uh, Jimmy Nail probably not so much he's done a he's, few big shows on BBC yeah he's done Croc- well, Crocodile, Sho- Crocodile Shoes Crocodile, Crocodile Shoes Spender, Spender. 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 so yeah so I was thinking the show Spender. was called Crocodile Shoes Crocodile Shoes Crocodile Shoes Crocodile Shoes and the song's and the that's shit though I fucking, that, you know that though is tunes right? I put them in the same bracket as uh, Lisa Stansfield that fucking mm. being around the world tonight, nah, 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 baby. It's that same early got a 90s. Similar range, haven't they? It's the same early <laughs> yeah, 90s sound. It's the early 90s yeah, sound. Yeah. It's, it's one early of the, 90s pop sound. Soul to soul, I blame. It's one of those things. <laughs> got a lot to answer for. That back then was acceptable, but it wouldn't be acceptable now. Yeah, yeah. it's songs. The music. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's not soul, the views. Soul to soul, soul to soul was a good. I like soul to soul tune. Like back to life. But then every song after that Kate was wanted to sound like it but they didn't oh yeah yeah they were definitely their star was bitten yeah can I just do a quick bit of housekeeping last week oh, I did yeah. make reference to Battlefield 2047 when it's actually Battlefield 2042 I want to make do some oh, housekeeping as well. Um, can I? Can you? Can we can do I, it after Johnny's slice? Yeah, can please? I just note this is this is quite, finish his slice. This is a lot of gamesmanship. Have you noticed? And then this? you can do it after. This is like school for scoundrels. They're trying to put me off my stride. It looks like me and Chris were doing that on purpose, but we really. Sorry, weren't. please continue, Johnny. <laughs> Crikey! Then the other thing I saw on telly was Michelle Keegan was on Jonathan Ross. Blimey, she's a sight for sore eyes. Kevin must be very proud. And then last bit of te- telly stuff. Oh, yeah, it should have been Brown Bear, really. I should get a penalty point for that. Um, I was over. I was at Maxine's at the weekend, and uh, Zach came down, and uh, Manuel was on the telly, and I made a joke, and he's not even Spanish, right? And he laughed, and ha ha. And I went, you know, and that's a, that's why we left the EU and all that. And he's like, right, I don't know who he is. I went, it's of Faulty Towers. He's like, what's that? You don't know what Faulty Towers? No. I so, you know, um, you know John Cleese. No. Uh, that bloke there. No, don't know who he is. He was in his Monty name? Python. Zach. Was, yeah, no, Man, 20... Manuel's real name. Uh, um, and, Andrew, Andrew Sachs, Sachs, yeah. So that made me feel really old. Um, but anyway, yesterday, let, let's get back to, back to uh, Slice of Life. I was walking to Maxine's yesterday, and it was in the dark, and a bloke in front of me threw uh, had a McDonald's, being you know, other McDonald's food bags. Yeah. He like, scrunched it up and threw it, threw it over his shoulder. So I was about 10 steps behind him. So I picked it up and scrunched it up, picked, scrunching it up and I was going to throw it at his head. This little <laughs> bloke in a, like a high-vis, little bloke in a high-vis jacket. But as I looked up to throw it at him, he disappeared. So I walked up and he was going into his own house, a door down. So he was just throwing rubbish in front <laughs> right of his own, his own house. Yeah, yeah. Oh, fuck me. What a weirdo. You're like Cobra. You know, <laughs> like a vigilante out there. You were going to deal with that situation. Yeah. So I threw it right into his garden, front of his door. I was thinking about knocking on the door yeah, and so giving I it to kicked his door in and raped his wife. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was thinking about going knocking on the door and going, "Hey, mate, put this in the bin." Bit, I mean, maybe but then some people keep weapons. Some people keep weapons by the door, and I look like a right idiot. I was going to say set fire to the bag and post it through the letterbox, but I don't know, Barry's 
Barry's kicked the door in and raped his wife. I don't know. Well, I know where he lives. <laughs> kind of trumps it. I was going to speak to the councillor. <laughs> I mean, that's that's what you should do. Yeah, then it was after that that um, I had to drop something off at Maxine's. Uh, there was a, a, could be a brown bag. I didn't even notice she'd put the Christmas tree up. Brought tears to my eyes. But I didn't notice the Christmas tree was up. Oh, that reminds me. I've got a little uh, Christmas thing, haven't I? Or did I throw it out? I, I, I had like a little thing that lights One up. One ball No, no. That, remember that I bought that thing from um, B&M? Um, it's just like a glow. Like it's just it's just got a light on it. It's just a glass. It's like a, a sheet of cut, like shaped glass. Well, it's not a bit. It's plastic in a fucking thingy. <laughs> Come very on, good. David. <laughs> I'm, I'm doing hand movements. Go, you know, in a thing. If you can see me, then you should get a job doing forms at Amazon. <laughs> <laughs> You're on form. Oh, I don't think it's so, here anymore. Anyway, anyway it was, at Ma- on, it was when I got to Maxine's. Um, I realised I've been banned from Facebook. It's because I had a post about our friend Boris. Um, it was that piece where it said it was where someone had written it was the only talking about number 10 it was the only place you could get together and socialise they happened most Fridays and they were the only things that kept us going through lockdown so um, my mum commented birds of a feather etc dot 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 and I replied dot 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 should be shot was automatically banned goes against community standards on violence and incitement talking about shooting birds how so fucking niche is this? This is information and jokes you don't even get on Facebook now because he's banned. What's strange but about you that can is get you, it here on the podcast. But you can do loads of like anti-vax stuff and nothing happens. Yeah, to yeah. That. But um, it means I'm banned for six days, so I can't post on the Idle Matinee um, po- uh, Facebook group because we've got three followers on there. I thought that was good that you had a ban though. You need to stay off it a little bit. You're yeah, I know. I was just getting too many rows. You're into like a, you're like old lady territory. On so Facebook. well, yeah. But now I've then after that I started integrate integrating with actual humans and interacting. So I walked back up the town because I was going to. I won't name the restaurant. Oh, yeah. It's in Ellsbury and it's a Jamaican one, so you can make your make, make what you will of that. And um, I got there about five ten minutes before everyone else. I was going to meet Kishkash, Priesty, and Adil. And um, Adil. Adil. Ad ill. Adele. Uh, audio ad. So anyway, I was going in there. You, um, I went in and I said, oh, uh, is it a table for one? I said, oh, it's a table for four booked. She goes, would you pick one? There's only two other people, two other tables in the whole place taken. And I said, oh, whichever one I pick will be the wrong one. And she goes, oh, well, take that one there by the Christmas tree. I went, all right. I sat down and said, I oh, can I have a red stripe. I was waiting about 10 minutes for this red stripe. And then was, that's when I noticed I looked down, there was all chips all over the floor. And it was the only table that was fucked that she'd sat me on. So I got up and went to the, the bar. And there was a bloke there now. And I said, oh, can I have a red stripe, please? And he went, oh, I'll just get you one. And then the girl came back and she goes, oh, no, here's a sat at the end. They've been sat there for 10 minutes. So then she, I go sit, she goes, sit back down again. As she walks past the bar with this beer, I hear the barman go, oh, that's flat now. Give it here. And he just went, at the top of it. Didn't get a new one. And then they put it in front of me. I was just like, oh, this is going well. Um, Mark and Ad turned up and then Kishan was late obviously because he's always late they ordered their drinks didn't come for 5-10 minutes asked to ask for them Kishan asked for water which I don't think ever came then we asked for um, we ordered our f- starters and then our mains and she goes do you want them to come out separately and she's like yeah that's what the difference between starters and mains is really so they, she went off about 20 minutes later we were going oh, they were saying where's our, where's our food it's like well we're not going to the pub anyway it doesn't really matter and Mark's going yeah but I'm fucking starving I haven't eaten all sorry, day sorry Johnny where was this again uh, I'm not going to say the name but it's the Jamaican restaurant in Kingsbury Square in, oh, in, okay. in, go, go, in go, Kingsbury go, go, Square yeah. in Ellsbury but um, anyway eventually they come out and they were alright average uh, whatever we'll have. we're eating them 
then when they came over to ask if we wanted more drinks, we had to tell them to take the plates away. SNS Kitchen, by the way. Yeah, yeah. Well, you said it. Um, the food took ages and ages to come out. When it finally came out, they put it down, and it's like, is there anything else we can get you? And all four of us just at once went, cutlery. Cutlery would be good. <laughs> they do say Jamaicans are laid back, though. Yeah, that's very laid back, yeah. Um, no, they were polite enough. And when I went to go to the, when I went to go to the, but they started because we got there at eight. We didn't finish our meals till after ten. And we were the last people there because they took so long to do everything. But they were like mopping up near us and stuff like that. And it's like the only reason we're still here is because you haven't given us our food. And then like I went, when I went, the only good thing I went to go to the toilet because it's the old um, Pizza Express, isn't it? And I went to go to the uh, the toilet, went through that corridor, and the woman, the girl was right at the back by the fire exit, bent over, cleaning something with her ass in the air. She sort of looked round and giggled and wiggled her bum. And I was like, hello. That was the only good thing that happened. So, whoa, whoa, whoa. so she, 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 she was bending over, cleaning something, and then she looked, she looked back round. And laughed. So like with her ass in the air yeah. and went, wiggle, wiggle. Yeah. And went, hee, hee, yeah. laughing at you, looking at you. Was she licking her lips as well? No. Saying, hey, big boy Johnny. No, I don't, think she, I don't think she even meant it like that. She <laughs> was just like, <laughs> I don't think this happened. <laughs> It did. No, no, it wasn't. It wasn't seductive. It wasn't suggestive. I don't at all. think she was being seductive. She was just wiggling her ass at you and like licking her lips again. Mm, well, the jokes, yeah. the jokes on her. I had a wank in the toilet. <laughs> and then, anyway, we come back down. I remember. Good lad. Were you going to have that... the wank before you saw her? No, after because I went into the toilet. toilet. He went into the toilet out. and halfway through that wank, he thought, "What am I wanking about?" <laughs> <laughs> When I've been there so long, I came here for shit. The plastic plants had all grown. So then, I should have saved Hand this for Greg's painting. Anyway, we come back out, sat down, and then I think um, Adol Kishin went. Is it like off? You know that big tall ceiling? There's like a door in the wall for no reason up in the air. And he goes, "Was that always there?" And it's like, I don't know, because norm- normally when you go to Pizza Express, they serve you so quickly, you don't have time to look around, do you? But when you're there for two or three hours, you sort of notice all the bits and bobs. Can you Can you put your dick away, please, sir? <laughs> <laughs> it's, where, uh, it's where Pizza Express used to be, isn't it? Is it, is yeah. it the same size restaurant, or have they like, made it bigger? Uh, it, seems, it seems longer, because they haven't got the pizza oven, they've got a separate kitchen. I see. Um, oh, there was... Uh, yeah. Yeah, I'll save that one for next week. Yeah, that's pr- yeah, that's probably going to be it. I How think. can you save it for next week if it's slice of life? It has to be this week. <laughs> yeah. You can't save stuff for next oh, week God. that you've done this week. Go on, spit it out. Uh, you might as well f- give us one more banger. Uh, there's one I forgot from last week. You know I said I went over to see uh, Phil Pigo Grant? Mm. Did I tell you about when he picked me up and those people were in the street? Where he's got Well, he, he, he picked me up, but from the wrong side, because my road's blocked off. He picked me up from the wrong side, and his car door's broken so he had to put me in it and then shut shut me in so i couldn't get out of the car he then started to drive across market square which i thought oh he must know a secret way i said oh do you know a secret way through he's like no i haven't been to town for ages so he tried every exit when i didn't say anything and then i said let's just go down the high street as he was fucking about in there went down the high street round past wilco's and qd's and we had to stop because there was all these like horrible utes in the road you're doing that you know that step they do where they're gonna have a fight with someone like backwards and forwards on their legs towards this older bloke walking backwards with his arms up and then phil had to park because they were all sort of attacking him across the road I said to Phil, you getting out? He went, nah. I said, well, I'll stay here as well then because I'm locked in. So we're watching this happen and then the biggest bloke starts walking up to this poor bloke backing away while a horrible little one looks like a sort of worm tongue was coming behind. You know, he was going to do something nasty. And I was like, um, I was thinking, should I film this? But if they see me filming it, you know, they might start on Phil. They're obviously not going to start on me, are they? And then... (laughs) 
But then out of nowhere, because I, I thought, would have. Because I, I was I, in this. Is it? You're like the wife in the car. Yeah, yeah. Like, well, I can't get out. I'm not in the car. At, shouting at the guy. At it's the like lights. a child seat. Yeah. And then when he comes over, she's all quiet. So as this happening, I'm, when the, the bloke's backing away, and it's hard to, you know, sometimes it's hard to tell if it's a tramp or an Eastern European. And he was backing away just because they wear funny clothes, don't <laughs> they? Whoa. So he was backing away. And then out of nowhere, this fucking giant Eastern European bloke came from behind him all shouting and went through him like a, they, they were all like f- flying backwards out of the way as he was waving his hands. And he saved the bloke and they all scuttled away. Oh, wicked. So he just came and smashed all up the little. Yeah, yeah. He threw a load of them out of the way. And that's what like, you ah! should have done. That's what you should have done. I was locked in the car. Pussy, I couldn't get out of the bloody car. If you could have done, that's what you should have done. That's what I would have yeah. done. Yeah. You would have done, yes. Yeah, I couldn't get out of the car. Yeah, yeah. that's my slice of life. And that is <laughs> slice. So, uh, any. Did you anyone have anything else to add to this? Did you think about well, you your... don't know the morality of what he's just witnessed because it could be that they have just witnessed that bloke do some heinous thing. They're trying to apprehend him, all heinous, yeah. and then some massive, <laughs> brutish blokes just waded in, caused them concussions, everything. They weren't actually trying to get, hit him. You're right. So he could have been. A, he could. They were they... definitely trying to hit him. He might have been a paedophile. He could, yeah, he could have raped all their kids and. Yeah, I was very unlikely. I mean, you're obviously trying to steal points off of my story. I started well, I ended well, even with all the constant interruptions. You've suddenly woken up. Um, you can I, have my points if you want, mate. I, I don't mind. I don't think there'll be that many, mate. Remember, Chris did add. He was he was talking about a story when he was. I assume he was when I mean, he was younger than he is now. Um, so it was, much it wasn't younger than today. It was, it, was it was a very funny story. It was a good good one to go with your. Um, I think we're alone now. Uh, story. I think he should have well, definitely ended on the Rubber Johnny story. Let me be the judge it of this. Was the same, so let it me was just... the same period. That was the, that was the summer of my sexual awakening. It's sort. Of, I'll get the. Uh, I sort of get an air of a sort of. You could write a sort of stand by me story about your adventures with condoms yeah. in the in the in the. I got hit by a woman um, around that same period. Say that for next week. Elbowed by a cool kid as he went past me, and we were me and my friend were walking with our girlfriends. It was like we got used to having girlfriends now. It was the end of the summer. And we're walking down, and this kid came down on his BMX. He was a bit older than us and more the girl's sort of age. And um, he said something, and they were like, not interested, not interested, or something like that. And I went, said something like, the girls said they're not interested. He just elbowed me in the nose, like, (laughs) popped my nose. I went, I'm not fucking talking to you, mate. And then went off on his BMX. And then they were like, oh, my God. And you were, I, was like, I felt so emasculated. The ladies are not talking to you, my friend. Oh, fuck. <laughs> I wondered what the story behind that nose was. That's <laughs> oh, brilliant. <laughs> that BMX was elbow. the first of many. <laughs> I think you'll find the ladies are with... Oh, fuck. <laughs> okay. So let's just round up these scores for this week's... Uh, big uh, slice of life so Greg um, has two stories the hotel room wedding story and Amazon Music um, and he did have a little interview with Jeff Bezos there uh, Chris had the ashes giving head for the first time Tom Cruise's condoms and the immortal blade Johnny goes with Alveda same pet Jonathan Ross the Manuel joke McDonald's rubbish the Christmas tree the Facebook band red stripe and a bum in the air and a car door pickup where he's stuck so this week Johnny's I think Johnny's the winner because he's got the most stories this week what uh, Greg gets I mean that's what you're doing trying to even Greg out gets the table three points uh, Chris is getting four points and Johnny's coming in hard with uh, six points this week oh come on that's the most Seven. Seven. Oh, I had John, six last Johnny, week. Johnny, 
Yeah. I had six last week. And that, you're right. lucky to get six. So here's here's take the win. Here's an extra bonus point for you. I went to Iceland today and they got Toblerones on sale in there for a quid. Oh, don't worry about that. No, I'll be, so I'll be sourcing I made a Johnny type joke when I was in Sainsbury's and I just went in there to get a couple of bits and I was having a lot of chat with the, the woman behind just joking and talking about she kept mentioning every item that went past. It was like, oh, you know, bread. You know, raising the eyebrows. Okay, yep, love it. Fills you up, doesn't it? Yeah, like we make small talk about every item. Um, so it's like the fast show sketch, but not but the woman in the queue rather than the woman at the till. This is the woman in the till. Oh, the woman at the till. So it's like the fast show yeah, sketch yeah. then. Like, so there's a yeah. fast show sketch. Like, oh, you're using that for your poles, are you? Like, and all that shit. Like, I had a leak that went back once I paid for it. And it was such an obvious joke. And, but we're all wearing masks she went um oh you forgot your leak i went oh did i have a leak on your shopping to the lady behind me and she just looked at me just down her face and then like after Good. 30 seconds went, oh yeah okay you're Good. funny today are you as she should right. as she as should if, as if it wasn't the first time we'd even meet we've even met um did you say well have you got a podcast you can't <laughs> uh, I watched so this week I'll talk you about my, I'll do a quick little one just to round this off because I watched get, some of Get Back I've seen like uh, the first one and I've seen halfway through the second one and I've got a couple of thoughts about Get Back uh, when I watched it I love it the AI is it's like slow TV uh, that Swedish mm. thing with just like re- like nothing's yes. really happening and they're all just meandering around yeah, and chatting it's good, it is good though uh, Adrian Charles made a good point like obviously it's weird how they're not on phones none of them are using mobile phones in it have you noticed that <laughs> but that maybe is because obviously they weren't around then. Yeah, but they're, that, they're that actually trend chatting. continued for another twenty-five years. A couple of things years. I noticed. I think the Beatles have got shit patter, shit banter. Like when they're just chatting to each other, their jokes are f- like like ours. Shit bands. No, no, no. Shit no. Bands. That's not what the show's about, is it? It's about showing their creative bits. Yeah. That's the interesting yes, thing. Uh, oh, yeah. They don't want to know who's got the best jokes. Oh, I thought no. it was about who's got the best banter in the Beatles. Cause <laughs> they, they just I, thought it's, the best I thought it was quite interesting banter. with, like, George Harrison was quite interesting. Cause I was expecting him, because when you just talked about he's it. He's really quiet, isn't no, he? No, he's not, though. You See, that's the thing. He wasn't that quiet. I was expecting him, you said, like, oh, you can tell it, like he's the younger one. And I, I, thought, I thought it sounded like. No, there's certain times I think it seems that way, but then there's certain bits where he, he will come out of his shell a bit and start talking more. You know but which was, one's which, don't you? There was quite an interest. Yeah, there was quite an interesting bit though. He was talking about um, Eric Clapton because obviously because I'm yeah. interested about how what, how they saw other bands at the time. So obviously Eric Clapton was in Cream, I guess, at the time. He played on Sergeant Pepper's didn't he, or something like that. Took over. No, no, it's, 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 no, it's, it's a conversation, Barry. It doesn't yeah, have to, but I was You've got all these little things in your head about how things should be. I didn't even something. get to start talking about it. Oh, what, is, what is this? Is it your slice you of life? Say it. No, you I didn't even get a chance. Well, you know, yeah. Right, when we listen back, if you haven't interrupted anyone else's slice yeah. of life, we'll all apologise. Yeah, we'll all apologise. And, and I'll just stop talking. But I'm sorry, you interrupt me all the time, so fuck you, you cunt. Well, carry on then. I'll say my bit in a minute. No, I was just saying that George Harrison was going like, "Well, I, I'm not really like." It was just basically saying that he's not as good a guitarist as uh, Eric Clapton. Yeah. But he was talking. It was just interesting hearing, hearing him being aware of these other bands and talking about their. And so they were obviously influenced by other bands he around had the a radio. Time, how they moved like they obviously moved with the times because their sound obviously changed throughout from the '60s to mm. the early '60s to the end of the '60s. They went through fucking so many like different sound. That's why what made them great, I guess. That's very observant. 
Yeah. Their sound changed. <laughs> you reckon? <laughs> uh, yeah, no, but I'm just saying that there's a reason for that. What I'm trying to say is that other bands would have influenced them. Oh, that even though they're seen as the greatest band in the world, they obviously didn't think... They didn't just listen to their own fucking music and just dig down and say, yeah. oh, I'm still listening to this, ba- this album I did like four years ago. It's great. And like, they obviously listened to other people's music, didn't they? I like the bit where you see him uh, make Get Back. That's good. Where he just starts playing it and yeah, then yeah. it comes. That's a really good bit. Uh, yeah. What I did think was, it's really weird. When I'm watching it, I was thinking John Lennon looks fucked in this because his eyes aren't open a lot of the time. And then when you look it up, no, that was Yoko. When you he's look, snorting heroin, yeah, he's snorting heroin a lot. He was on fucking heroin this when what, he was this, doing this it. This is what you said. Yeah, you it was, told me. Yeah. I looked it up and he was snorting heroin at the time, and you can tell because he just seems not really with it. He's always late to get to work. He's always late there. There was that I, I thought, and then I also uh, would like to point out another thing in it that I spot I liked. So Chris, you've seen it all, haven't you? Now. Yeah, yeah. Did you like the bit where Peter Sellers is in it and he comes and sits down and it's really awkward as fuck? <laughs> he looks so awkward. And then they start he? making all these jokes and he's really posh and it just like, he's like, okay, I'll be off now then. And John Lennon's going, win a Beatle, you can win a Beatle. We're giving them yeah. away and making all these weird fucking like jokes in front of him. That bit's quite good. Because he's on heroin. Yeah, they're working class lads, aren't they? That's the thing. Yeah. Another thing I noticed in it is... Yeah, but he would have been a fan of, like, the Goon... The, not the Goonies, the Goon Squad and all that. Oh, yeah, of course. So he was all Goon yeah. Show, so he was tr- probably trying to do that to him, and he was thinking, they all these like, working class oiks. They act like they don't really introduce each to each other either. Another thing I found on it that's quite... I Sorry? know that they, act, they don't introduce each other properly. They just sort of sit down and move a chair. He goes, move this chair, and, like, it just sits How down. How do you mean introduce each yeah, other? Yeah, he doesn't yeah. come round to your... You don't walk around there no, and go, true. hi, it's Ben. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. Yeah, no. All right, move on from that then. I sound like an idiot. Uh, okay. I get it. This is why I interrupted you because you, t- you told all me. Right. Cause you, you say when you talk about things that you sound like a dick. I so know. Because you can cut it all out. <laughs> I know, but the listeners love it. There's one yeah, other yeah. thing. Like a dick. A couple other things I like to talk about in it. In the beginning, it says that some of this stuff is reconstructed, doesn't it? And you can. Yeah. And, but you, loads of it is because when you're watching them, you hardly ever see them say the things they're saying. It's always like the back of their heads and stuff like that. But there's one bit in the second episode where I said, I don't know if you saw this, Chris. If you watch it again, you'll see it. So Peter Jackson took four years to make this film and edit it. Yeah. But in part two, halfway through, because I'm only halfway through, right, you know when they go to Abbey Road Studios and they start recording yeah. in Abbey Road and the first day they don't let them film there, but the second day when they all come in and they just start getting introduced and everything. So Ringo stood up and then George Harrison walks across and starts talking to Ringo and he stood in front of him and then it cuts to John Lennon looking up because someone's just come in and he's bent over and John Lennon goes, who's that who's just walked in there? Like da, 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 da. And Ringo Starr sat next to John Lennon in a chair and then it cuts back to the other scene and then Ringo Starr's in the other scene as well. Whoops. Like Peter Jackson took four years and he didn't notice that Ringo Starr was in two four places at years. once. So Idiot. That, I don't know if anyone... Did you notice that at all? Did you see no, that? No, you would if you watch it again. So. so the album was meant to be called Get Back, I think, and that was what they were recording and then they were meant to do this concert. So what they did was... Because I was thinking, well, what is this album? Which album is this? Is this Let It Be? But it's yeah. not, is it? It's Abbey Road, isn't it? It's Abbey Road, and they never finished it. So what they did was, they did this film, they went on the roof, they played it, they had like, I think it's like eight, seven, I might be totally wrong, but they had seven or eight songs, but they didn't have enough to do an album. They didn't do an album, they went back in the studio in the summer of the next year, and then did Abbey Road, and then Abbey Road came out, and that was their last album, wasn't it, Abbey Road? The Beatles' last album was Abbey Road, wasn't it? I know it's around the same time, because they, they, th- they make loads of reference to it, but I've got a feeling it's this is the last one. Really? Because, and you'll find out what happened happens 
Because well, it shows you. Well, does in the it film. say this? I'll there's tell you. 12... I haven't watched it all, but there's one thing that I found out. And I don't know if this is in it. I don't think it is. So basically, what happened at the next recording? Because I read they went back in the summer and they recorded again. But at that recording, John, John and Yoko got a bed in the studio so they could sleep in the studio together and they were just like take this guy was speaking he was their dealer just taking bags of heroin in and they were just like snorting heroin in the studio then and they was like totally he was totally fucked and he obviously that's when he went cold turkey why were they snorting times, snorting yeah. heroin is like the, wor- like the worst way to take it used to do it. it's fucking weird they didn't inject it they thought yeah, they would smoke quit. it surely. still hard to quit though and that was my views on Get Back and he, I haven't seen it all yet though so maybe I'll talk about it more when it's finished but I do like it I think it's really really good it's really yeah. good. It's weird the AI though where they've cleaned it up because you do notice on some scenes it looks quite odd where they look. It's weird, they're like plasticky, like yeah, too clean. Yeah, it's very. It's, I'd like to see the original to see what it looks like. Yeah, cut all that out. Uh, <laughs> 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 Let's get into it. This time last year, I had to say goodbye to a very close friend of mine. Um, He was in a nuclear fusion uh, engine stroke reactor, and he was saving a planet. And I had to talk to him through plexiglass. And while I was doing that, my friend Spock passed away and the government were partying, having a party. And my friend Spock is gone. Uh, anyone heard about this this week? The government partying. Anyone know about this? Have you been watching the news? You what? It's it's the there's news new, of the week. There's, it's there's a new, new news segment. every day. It's called news week. Anyone see the news this week with the older? Uh, anyone heard about this? So uh, apparently, uh, this time last year, when uh, you were saying goodbye to your mum, uh, Boris and the boys, <laughs> Boris and the boys were having a boy <laughs> doing sniff and having a party. And we think it went a little something like this. So I'll be Dominic Raab. Greg will be playing Boris Johnson. Johnny will be Michael Gove. Oh, nice. And Chris will be Preeti Patel. Begin scene. No, who's, who's got control of the Chromecast? I want to put on put on that tune, uh, the one that I, uh, the one about doing loads of bugle. You, you know, have the, to put it in the queue. Uh, the, the, the ones where they're chopping up. Uh, in, uh, I don't know. I, uh, I don't believe in queues. I think if the people are, it, it's a good enough idea and it's you know a good enough song, it should get fast tracked through. Forget all the others. The Boris always takes uh, over and deletes uh, my song. I'm not fucking mounted yet. I, don't, I I'm, I'm making sentences. Make Sense. Let me get you some chop, sir. Let me get you some chop. Uh, yeah, come on, chop. I'm really worried about this. I don't think we should be doing this. <laughs> oh, Dominic, you are a pussy. Someone take I their clothes off. Have the another pill, you mender. County line system. Uh, the secretary, come and sit on my lap. Have <laughs> um, uh, you had cocaine before? No. Okay. Well, uh, <laughs> you've got all the best some. stuff, Boris. You get it straight from the Met. Boris, she's oh. 17. I really don't She's think we should be doing this. Well, we, could, we could make a law about that. Well, let's just rewrite something. Um, who's the who's the who's the guy in charge of changing ages? Did, every, did anyone remember to take off the cameras? Boris, do you want to bring the age of consent down? <laughs> yes, that's what I'm saying. We should do that now, shouldn't we? Uh, why don't you just get rid? Why don't you just get rid of consent? Then you can do whatever you want. Let's write our manifesto for the next year now, <laughs> while we're all high. <laughs> <laughs> You're the best. Any more cheese and nibbles? No, just cocaine and and secretaries to fuck. Pretty. I've got some more trafficked women I can bring in. Excellent. Be fantastic. And they're bloody asking for it. They weren't good calibre women either. 
Do you want me to go and get the container? Thank fuck for the black market, hey? The drugs, <laughs> we can never legalise them, guys, uh, ever. just the black market, the Chinese market, <laughs> the um, Russian market, the whole Eastern European market. Hey. Anyone want to see me do any karate moves? <laughs> yeah. Check this out. Yeah. Ow. Classic stuff. That's why you'll always be in my cabinet. Well done, well I love you, NC. That's Wait till I pulled the condom over my bullet. That's like a really we'll shit spitting image. Cut that out. Let's uh, put John, some nice music under it. Johnny's got a quiz. Yeah, if there's good music on this. It's Christmas. <laughs> Guys, it's Christmas. They need to let their hair down. Johnny, you've got a quiz. Well, yeah, I thought we could have a new uh, a new section where we test board games because Christmas is coming up. Everyone's going to be bored and they're going to want to play some games. So the first one I found, uh, it's at 15.99 and it's called Drunk, Stoned or Stupid, a party game, which ties on nicely from the, um, the Boris party. Sounds like the podcast. Indeed. So here's a description <laughs> of the game. A party game for you and your stupid friends. Implicate advocate adjudicate drunk stoned or stupid features 250 prompt cards you decide who in the group is most likely to is this an advert yeah i'm just <laughs> prepare to call out your friends as this game can get real get three or more of your stupid friends together who you it's a perfect who you have incriminating stories about and play drunk stoned or stupid decide who in the group should be tagged with the card and why the judge makes the final call on who gets tagged with the card first one to seven cards loses there are no winners in this game only losers that sounds amazing johnny but where could i find this at the shop or on the internet (laughs) so how much would it cost 15.99 you bell end has Santa got plenty for Christmas? Well, I've got... I had managed to download... Johnny Schofield's Christmas presents. 24 cards for free, so that saved the 16 quid. Okay, so we've all got to decide amongst ourselves who who gets the card. Smells like beer. <laughs> Say Johnny. <laughs> well, I don't drink beer. Well, you, but you're more oh, likely to smell of alcohol, I think. I reckon it'd be Chris, because every week he's drinking buckets of, sh- of weird ale. I, tr- I mean, yeah. I mean, so do we all decide in secret? Or just... No, we have to decide what? now who gets okay. the card. You're drinking beer okay, right let's now. Okay, say Chris oh, You're a grass. <laughs> <laughs> he's drinking beer right now. I'm drinking wine, yeah. so I would, I would say, well, yeah, you're Chris, really. I drink Guinness mostly, so. Yeah, but okay. during the week, I just drink spirits and um, we'll pure alcohol. <laughs> Okay, Chris then. So we're going to give that one to Chris. Any funny stories about Chris drinking beer? No. Mm. Yeah, no. This game's going well. All right, card, second card. Try so hard. I'm going to say Barry. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I'll agree. All day, Barry. Next card. Is a danger to themselves. Greg is next. Greg. <laughs> so quick to so answer. Who did he say? He said Greg straight away. He goes, oh, yeah, Greg. yeah. He goes, Greg, oh, Greg next yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Greg, Greg next, next one. one. Yeah. Didn't even, didn't even, not a fucking like, millisecond went past. Okay. We've got 20 board games to get next through. Next one's Johnny. <laughs> Bails on friends to get laid. Greg. Greg. <laughs> Me again. Oh, dear. Uh, okay. They are most likely to send money to a Nigerian prince. <laughs> Greg. No, <what>? <laughs> <laughs> well, you're on the Amazon well, no, thing. I mean, <laughs> I'd, say, I'd say Chris for that. I, don't, I mean, uh, I don't know why. Uh, because you don't want it to be you, but it's you. You already said Niger- today you got stung by Bezos. Because he looks like the photo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but at least he looks like the photo. Uh, okay. All right. So it would be uh, would be the first one to die in a scary movie. I'm going to say me because I'm the foreigner. Yeah, no, <laughs> that wouldn't be me. No, um, that would be you, Johnny, definitely. <laughs> you would be able to run that fast. <laughs> <laughs> it is. Say what type of music. Okay. Has the worst taste in music? 
Ooh, Chris, the fool. Oh, no way. <laughs> no fucking way. He's got that ugly knobhead from the fool tattooed on his, on his body, on his ball bag. No, um, that's not, the fool are quite, I mean, they're seen as like a cool band, aren't right, they? Greg, from, uh, then. <laughs> Again, then. Well, I mean, I'd say, I'd say Barry. Not, I don't say Barry's got bad taste in music, but he doesn't care about music as much. Yeah. I'd say yeah, as okay. we do. That's fine. Not, but he hasn't. He got a bad t- like taste in music. I'd say you, Johnny. Fuck <laughs> off. <laughs> no, I mean, no, not at all. I, I, cause I like, I like your hip hop. So I like your old soul stuff and all that. Um, no, yeah, no. I'd, I'd say Barry. Because, yeah, let's yeah, say Barry. Right, fuck him. <laughs> uh, next card, number two hundred and fifty-eight, is so fucking lucky. That's, who's lucky I'd say Chris Chris. that's Chris I've, I've worked hard he's for got this. everything I've worked hard you're a male nurse and that's, uh, that's on how you've got a fucking plate mate <laughs> on a fucking plate you're a male nurse in Cambridge and that's golden like, spoon born with a golden spoon in your mouth <laughs> I reckon Greg's the luckiest at Christmas I, mean, I think yeah mate I mean I get but it doesn't say he's, that he's the most spoiled no one noticed it's silver spoon <laughs> okay who is the most high maintenance Oh, that's got to be Johnny. Always doing his makeup, yeah. his hair. Yeah. And, Johnny, oh, yeah, with your fucking trainers. trainers. Your trainers, your yeah. 10 million coats you don't even wear. Fuck yeah. me. I only wear one at a time. Like Carrie Bradshaw. Katie Price. He's like Katie oh, Price. No one wants <laughs> that. Let's, let's see who can say, answer this one the fastest. Takes their food way too seriously. Greg. <laughs> yeah, Greg. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's because I'm fussy. I'm a fussy eater, so yeah. Uh, okay, doesn't let facts stand in their way. <laughs> I don't think that's any of us. That's all, that's all of us, yeah. No, it's none of us. That's none of us. We like facts. Yeah. No, all of us. All right, we'll do this as the last one. Would be down to live in a cave. Ooh, oh, I'd yeah, definitely. I'm down I think that's that. Chris. No, that's Chris. I mean, all oh, the most, yeah. Most. That's got to be Chris, because yeah. he's a travelling Wilbury. He's like <laughs> uncle. We can, all do it. we can all get a cave. Yeah. He's a, he's a cave dweller, definitely. I mean, I'd like that, but yeah, I'd go Chris. Over. Actually, he's talking about travel. Is that the last one? Like, yeah, that's the last one. There. So that was what was it called? Uh, drunk, stoned, or dead? Yeah, so that's drunk, stoned, or stupid. Why a party did, game. Why did they never make a board game of the kids' TV show Nightmare? That would have been good, wouldn't it? They, you'd have thought they'd Dungeons have made Dungeons and that. Dragons. With oh, the video, yeah. they did. With a video, and then you have to close your eyes. And you could then, do a uh, virtual one now, I suppose. Yeah, you could do it. It'd be better to make now, wouldn't it? Yeah, with the yeah. VR. Uh, but um, I think with that game you're supposed to start telling awful stories about each other but I think we just went no it's him that's naming the person yeah, that's yeah, what yeah. I thought it's still quite fun alright yeah. right, let me tell you something quick while you're thinking you've got another game to do no no I uh, one a week alright that's, yeah that's enough while you were talking about the um, living in a cave do you remember ages ago I talked about the Hang- line hangover line whatever it was called the line men we were in the old Victorian yeah, times yeah, yes, yeah, yes, yeah, yes. we used to sit on a rope so that that brings us on talking about living in a cave have you ever heard of something called a garden hermit or an ornamental hermit say it again garden yeah, hermit yeah yeah you'd have in your rich people have yeah. them, don't they so in the olden days, in the 18th century, uh, there was something called a garden hermit or an ori- or ornament oriental whoa, hermit. Whoa, whoa, whoa. A garden hermit. A garden hermit. A garden hermit. hermit. You said hermit. Hermit. That's what he said. But what it's it a said- hermit, like a hermit crab, like yeah, a yeah. hermit who lives by himself. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, what, okay. what it actually says in front of him is hermit. I've got a new job doing forms at Amazon. <laughs> Uh, they're encouraged to live in purpose-built hermitages, follies, or grottos, or rockeries on the estates of wealthy landowners, primarily, primarily 
<laughs> during the 18th oh century, such hermits would be encouraged to dress like druids and remain permanently on site where they could be fed, cared for, and consulted for advice or viewed for entertainment. <laughs> nice. Even in the 18th and 19th century, garden hermits were novelties and eccentricities. Grottos had become more popular during the 18th century as places to withdraw for meditation, relaxation, and reflection. With an increased focus on industrialism and production, contemplative garden meditation was viewed by some as an extravagance. With the lack of personal free time in combination with increase in disposable income, the popularity of natural garden landscape in the rise of neoclassical culture established an environment in which the idea of garden, her- garden hermits as novelty guests became popular. So they basically paid for a guy to live in a cave in uh, your garden. Like a jester. Yeah, live in the woods. Live in the woods, yeah. Like, like a really shit job. Uh, but if you like to live in a cave, then obviously you that would be your well, cup of tea. Sean Ryder did it, didn't it? Sean Ryder lived in a cave uh, smoking crack. Um, apparently, nice. <laughs> I don't know. I think I think he must have just taken enough crack with like he just smoked crack in a cave until his crack ran out, and then was like, "What the fuck am I doing in a cave?" And then, "Where's all yeah. my crack? Who's <laughs> <laughs> had all my crack? I'm livid." <laughs> <laughs> did you see in the news that you know the? Um, Fox News offices in New York have a giant Christmas tree every year outside. Yeah. Someone ran up it and torched it. It went up like a fucking Roman candle. And, and they were going mental on the news saying, this is against Jesus. This is against Hanukkah. This country's Heineken. going to... Hanukkah. Hanukkah, the ha- Jewish Hanukkah. one. Hanukkah. Hanukkah. Hanukkah, yeah. And um, Hanukkah. This <laughs> is against Hanukkah. Uh, they've arrested him. They'll probably release him. This is outrageous. I thought a burning cross would be more suitable for outside Fox News. Well, someone said they didn't make that much fuss about the July the 6th thing. They said, oh, it's no, just yeah. nice tourists having a thing. But Indeed. that was like terrorists burning their tree down. But that's just but what the they thing are. is, the Christmas tree itself is actually a pagan symbol because mm. they had palm trees where Jesus was from. We don't have a palm tree in the living room, do we? Have anyone um, ever seen the Christmas Lifetime movies that come out Not every year? Have and the Hallmark seen, ones. The Hallmark ones, yeah, where it's normally like a, a woman that works in a bakery and the... Well, I watched them the other day, that was this one, but I always feel like they've got exactly the same story where yeah. she, she it's like normally like a woman that works in a bakery, then a new guy comes and works with her. She quite likes him. He turns the bakery around. She falls for him. Um, they're quite rich. And then she finds out that he's going to automate the whole bakery and get automation in there. And then she gets really angry with him. But then he goes back and says, that's what I was going to do until I found the spirit of Christmas and I met you. Um, but then I wasn't going to do that anymore. So then they sort of make up. So what I was thinking is, um, <laughs> but after watching that, wouldn't it be nice if we could do our own Hallmark Christmas movie called The Bakery, where I'm a lovely young lady that works in a bakery and uh, very believable thank you johnny is my father and the bakery's not very doing believable very well thank you and chris is playing my best friend very believable always supportive of me and there's a new guy that comes into the bakery am i a female yes please chris um and there's a Obviously. new guy that comes into the bakery called uh Greg and uh, <laughs> I'll just can I just say this, I'll just say I've got something to admit guilty as charged I wasn't really listening to the setup so the dad might be a little bit confused That's I know fine. he's in a bakery I haven't listened to a thing <laughs> you don't say too much uh, so me let's start the scene where me and Jeanette that's Chris's character and my name is Kelly um, are working in the bakery and I'm talking about my father who's not very well and then Greg turns up so uh <clears throat> Jeanette. So what's, the, what's the matter with your friend then, Kelly? What, my dad, Jeanette? 
Yeah, you're done. He sounds really ill. He's got he's got really bad memory problems, Dad. Hey, how are you doing? Where, why are you why are you rubbing flour in each other's teeth and not making bagels? Oh, Dad, don't be like that. It used to be his bakery, Jeanette, but because of the memory problems, I've got to run it now. But we're not making money. It's going to be really hard this ding, Christmas. Ding. Oh, you are simple, Jeanette. Every day. Oh, look, Je- <laughs> Kelly. Who's this hot little stuff? You are simple, Jeanette. Simple, weird voice, Jeanette. You are, um... Uh, 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 it's me, Mario. Uh, Mar- it's Mario, it's it's Kelly? The traditional Italian baker, Mario, hey. and his daughter. Hey, how's it going? You I'm must, Greg, the new guy. You must be new to the town. I haven't seen you around here before. I'm new. Um, what have oh, you come- he's dashing, Kelly. Why don't you go over and, you know, sell him a... <laughs> I can't. Finger. Thanks, simple rasta Jeanette. <laughs> Jeanette, you know I promised to marry Mike. Mike's a loser. You know how he treats you. He but doesn't he... even respect you anymore. He hasn't come in here for a custard donut in weeks. That's right, so simple rasta Jeanette. Hey, my friend, you want to buy a bread, lady? Uh... Uh, yeah, I'd love to buy bread, Lady Mario. Have you, have you got the Granary Fanny just right? Oh, I got one nice and hot for you. Greg, please Perfect. don't. To stay away from my father, he's not very well, but Greg. He makes the best bread ladies. He used to make the best bread ladies, but he doesn't <laughs> anymore. Oh, you should, see the, the you should see the baps. <laughs> the breast the bed ladies. ladies. Oh. So, you, sorry, he, you, everyone's just talking at once over yeah, in my bakery. Sorry, sorry to, I forget myself. I'm just going to get back to these. It was the spoonerism. You said breast bed lady. Jeanette, get back to those mince pies. I'm just going to talk to Greg. I am. Have you got any more little foil things? Are you my wife? It's so funny how Jeanette speaks like a simple, slow, like a raster guy. She's lovely, Jeanette. I've known her for years. I used to go to school with her. I know. Lovely. I'm just always... Her voice just cracks me up. Jeanette, come round the the back and help me with the ovens. Greg. Help me with my dough. Make my dough nice and She's stiff. Greg, you've wished yourself into town. What? Oh, for fuck's sake, everyone! I can't do this. <laughs> it's fucking ridiculous. You got to do it properly. You can't all be screaming and talking. I'm trying to talk to Greg. We were pretending. I'm I was pretending it. I was molesting End her scene. in the back. End scene. <laughs> End scene. <laughs> funny noises in End the scene. background. I, I was just trying to be. You could have carried on talking. I was just being quiet. Yeah, I'm like, sorry. As if she was doing her work. Not I'm sorry. Any it just yeah. got a bit much. I just wanted to talk to Greg about. <laughs> this we do do the next part next week. That's yeah, part. Great. Yeah, I thought of about a new TV show for you. It's about two maverick cops. It's Colin Cut who takes no shit from anyone, and Dave Dried who has skeletons in his closet. <laughs> but when Colin Cut and Dave Dried come together, they are Colin and Dave. <laughs> Should be cut Uh-oh. and dried. <laughs> yeah. Oh fuck. <laughs> That's even better, no. isn't it? <clears throat> Chris, have you got anything hey, to say? Know- Sorry? Have you got anything to say? I was just going to say, um, Vera Lynn, um, do you know We'll Meet Again? It was actually sung about she had an illicit affair with Glenn Miller. <laughs> and that's why the song goes, We'll meet again, my husband Glenn, my husband Glenn. As you know, we'll meet again some sunny day. Because I always wondered why it did that. Um, but that was it. But he died, obviously, in a plane crash. Because, you know, do you know, in the original version, that was written during lockdown and she couldn't meet again. And they were laughing at us and partying. <laughs> they were laughing and partying. <laughs> well, my mum... <laughs> My mum. Sorry to bring up. Sorry, PTSD. Funny about the you say that about the Vera Lynn though, because this week I don't know if you saw this. I think it was on the one show at the beginning of the week or the news or something. I think it was, I think it was the headline news piece before they talked about the party. 
but they were saying they've discovered a newly newly lost Vera Ling song. Ooh. And they Vera um, Ling is that the Vera Lung, the Chinese version of her. No, they discovered a newly lost Vera Lin song, and it's about birds and love, and it's the normal stuff. But I haven't heard it. But Greg was listening to it all week, um, and he's been basically listening to it again and again. He's been practicing it, and you were going to do a little your version of it, weren't you, Greg? Yeah. Oh, please, far away. We'll meet again. Sounds like the actual other one. I'm and Glenn. Uh, soon again no no that's we'll meet again no it's my man Glenn (laughs) the time I met Glenn what about the one was this the one that we song we'll meet again my man Glenn once again my friend I reckon you should have played the dad in that sketch give me a cheeky finger round the back of the village hall something like that that's probably why they never released it because it sounds exactly like we'll meet again yes. isn't it it's yeah. very, it very similar version, I think. Uh, there was something else Johnny you wanted to talk to you've been asking me a week to channel Tom haven't you because you wanted to talk to him oh what Sir, Sir, Captain, Sir Captain Tom, Tom Moore Tom Major Moore. Tom yeah, well, because uh, I know it's old news now, but there was something you wanted to ask him a couple. You wanted to let, make him aware. Yeah, I thought of, you could just do a quick channel okay, because well, what me, his daughter's been up to. All right, well, uh, let me just see what I can do. So, can you everyone just be quiet for a moment? Yeah. I'll see if I can pull him through. Um, just bear with me a sec. Let's see if he's there. Let's see if he's there. Come on, Tom. Come on, Tom. Where are you? Come on, the world of spirit. Come into the world of spirit. Uh, Oh, oh. Is that you, Sir Tom? Uh, hello there, boy. Hello. It's me, Captain Tom. We didn't, Sir Tom Moore. Sorry to dr- drag you back again, Tom. I've been here for a Sir while. Tom. You're from the West Country now, Sir Tom. I, you, I don't think you were before. You can be anything you want in the world of spirit, my boy. Oh, that's a good point. So, so okay. So when you get to heaven, so when you get to the afterlife. Do We're you, just going to do a quick one. You can, cho- you can choose your accent. I'm getting all confused when you're asking me. To. So, Tom, so Tom uh, there's, oh, there's, been yeah. a, there's been a dilemma. There's a problem that I need to talk to you about. Yeah. Don't worry. It's not you, Sir Tom. It's your kids. Right. Something's got to be done about your kids. Something's got to be done about your kids. 88 miles per hour, Martin, Tommy. Your, da- your daughter is on the telly every bloody week yeah first she started selling oh, that's golden so poppies that's for 30 good. quid for charity of course well we don't know where the money's going Tom uh, okay and now she's uh, getting involved uh, with famous people and they're going to make us a Tom day oh that's where, lovely where everyone has to go around and bother Tom. old people yeah young man I hope you're listening to this and taking this seriously the other thing is so I heard when you go to heaven you go into your perfect form or like the form but you've just gone into a decrepit old <laughs> Yeah, why are you still talking like a decrepit old man? Surely What's the matter with you, Tom? Well, yeah. Have you pissed have you smited God? Let me t- oh, you... oh, oh, oh what? He's gone. Oh. He's gone. I, wanted to, sake. I was going to ask him if you didn't I wanted to find, I wanted to find out if he's annoyed with his daughter milking his fame and she didn't even do one bloody lap of that garden. I've lost him, mate. <laughs> What's your favourite Rolling Stone song? Mine's Papa Was a Rolling Stone. <laughs> That's the classic. Uh, Paint It Black. Oh, okay. So, Jeanette Manara, most annoying woman on TV. Uh, there we, Who is that? I don't even know so that is. She's the woman. Know. Have you seen... So, if you, if you were is aware... That, is that how you say her name? I've got it wrong. I think I? so. I don't, I've, never, I've never heard it be said. I don't think I've heard it be said. Jeanette, I, I, had to, I had to look up her name. Manara. I just know her as the... She's like Voldemort. You should not say oh, her well, name. Yeah. She's like the, the most... So, she comes on... So, Strictly Come Dancing is annoying enough, right? Okay. The, the fact it takes up time and well I mean the schedule so I mean next door so when it's on Izzy for instance will I like, love it 
You fucking don't. It's, I'll tell you what, the, the fucked up thing is, if it's on, I will occasionally look up and go like, oh, they did all right, I suppose, that dance. And I'll find myself getting... You just I don't, don't understand it. I don't get wrapped up in it. I don't, get, I don't see the need for a fucking half-hour programme every day. After the, after the fact that Strictly's done... They do through the week, so the six thirty zone. When after House of Games, so six obviously, the end of um, quiz hour, which is like rush hour, but it's from like three thirty, so three o'clock, because it starts with tenable or whatever, through to tipping point, through to the chase, through to House of Games. So that's a good three or four hours of quizzing, and it's it's pretty much at the same time as rush hour. I would call it quiz hour. Um, so that's great. So then when when that finishes, there's a dead zone between six thirty and seven. And that is filled in now every day. I thought it was only on once or twice a week, Strictly Come Dark, but it's on every uh, Strictly Come... No, it's called... What is it called? Strictly... Uh, it takes two. It takes two, Strictly. And the, the, Good man. the main presenters of that are, are Ryan, our lovely Ryland, our great Ryland, uh, and... and <laughs> Jeanette, national treasure. And our national treasure, And they Ryland. were partying. And, and they were partying. While we were staying in and not seeing our loved ones. And then there's this Jeanette Menard, Menard and she's just just got too much energy, just too annoying. She's a dancer, so I think she used to be, I think she used to be one of the dancers, but now she wants to be a presenter. So every time the programme starts, it starts with a bit of music and she comes on doing a fucking dance, like jogging around <laughs> going, yeah, all right, we're ready for death now, people. All right. If you haven't seen it, just watch an episode and fuck, you'll see what I mean about the she's most She's probably annoying. got something on the producers, like that party thing. Oh, fuck, she's... I don't... I, I don't I bet you would, though, wouldn't you? Oh, fuck yeah, I'd fuck the shit out of her, but... Just, just to stop her dancing. <laughs> just to no, stop her dancing. I mean... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, and him too. Only a blowjob for Ryland. <laughs> Not with him too. Uh, Chris, have you got anything to say? Uh, about that specifically, or just... Or anything. Uh, Does anything come into your mind? Something I noticed this week was that uh, Russell Howard's new special has appeared on uh, Netflix, Lubricant. Now, lubri means like slippy or like frictionless or something like that. And cunt, well, yeah, so I suppose it's a good name. <laughs> um, I won't be watching it, though. Uh, it's, it's weird that it's come out just as his TV shows come out as well. It's like he's done all his work for the year, stocked it up just before Christmas, and he can go back and have. I've only got time for one lazy eyed comedian, and that's uh, Romesh Ranganathan or Jeff word. Bezos. Did you know if you rearrange the letters Delta and Omnicrom, you get the words media control, but you also get the words erotic almond and retail condom? <laughs> Omnicrom Ooh, nice. sounds like a toothbrush. I've said that. Oh, right. Yeah. right, so this week, uh, we are very, very honoured on the podcast because we have a big interview. Now, I, I've been working, as you know, I work a lot behind the scenes. I do a lot of work on this podcast that goes unappreciated and people don't see what I do. Uh, but do this you week, all? I do all the work behind the scenes. I have managed uh, to. Excuse me. Secure oh, I mean, a massive interview interview with a world famous celebrity to talk about his new movie, um, and the man's name is Will Smith, and we will be talking about his new film, The Santa Claus. There was actually um, a petition with over nineteen thousand people have signed it to say, "Can they? Can you please stop interviewing Will Smith and his wife? Because we know everything about them, and there's nothing more to know." Yeah, well, we're not going to be week. talking to him about himself and his wife we're going to be talking about his film because that's why he's come on here because he wants to promote his film to our 40 listeners he's not going to talk listeners. about his <laughs> uh, it's so Greg it... do you want to go and grab him yeah I'll just go and grab go him go and grab him and bring him in and then oh, I'll sit now this will be rad it, be have you, you like Will Smith don't you Chris 
They do, and they're rebooting the Fresh Prince of Bel Air as well. Oh, man, not going to be in the best behaviour. Oh, Will, please. Wow. Wow. Good to be here, y'all. Excellent. Um, hello, Will. Yeah, what a privilege. Pleased to meet you. My name is uh, All right. Ben or Barry. Hi, how are you? Yo, People call me Barry Good or to meet ben. you, man. Hi, Will. Um, this is Chris. Chris. Hi right. there, Chris. And this yo. Is... Good to be in the UK, man. It's been a while since I've been here. Thank you. This is Johnny. Yeah, yo, Johnny. How's you it going? Right. Uh, he's mate. a man, not a woman. Oh, so I thought you were an old les- lesbian girl. A le- lesbian, like... That's not what we're here to talk about today, because you've apparently got a new movie coming out. So the brief... Let me just start off with the brief synopsis, and you can just tell me what, what happened. So basically, you're apparently you're like a comic book artist, and you, you don't really feel the spirit of Christmas, but then you're... That's, tr- that's right, You're yeah. trying to drive home to get back to your family, and you accidentally... Trying to get back, back home to my family in Philly. And you accidentally run someone over, but who no. is the person you run over, um... Will oh it's Santa Claus I ran over I ran over Santa Claus oh okay and then I've got to take his place so basically I ran o- I ran over Santa oh and that's why they call it the Santa Claus yeah because the claws okay yeah and then um I've got to take his place and uh, they uh, we sign this thing and then you know some hijinks happen I do this and that and then you know some stuff goes on and it's hilarious you know you go you all got to go out and see this film man oh Chris what do you want to ask Will Will did they use real uh, reindeers. Um, like on strings and stuff, or was it all CGI? I was all real reindeers. Yo, one of them had this fucking uh, d- weird uh, like uh, antler got an infection in it and it was some shit. This guy had to cut it off with a bit of cheese wire, man, and it's all bleeding yeah. around on the outside. You know, he, 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 what's it? Burned the fucking, um, what's, yeah, burned it. What's it called when you cut ca- it? that in the cauterized? Cauterized, that's the one. He cauterized the fucking wound on his, uh, the antenna. Man, that shit was deep. Was that in the film or was that... No, that happened on, like, in the back end. <laughs> and, you know. Uh, so did you do your own stunts on in this set. one, Will? Uh, yeah. So uh, there's a scene where I'd, I jump over the back of the reindeer and I'm like, yo, Santa's here. And apparently... That bitch me. Your, is it Jaden's in it as well? Your son is it? Yeah. Well, Jaden actually emancipated himself from you, didn't he? So I just wondered if you were doing this film to hopefully maybe adopt him back into the family. Yeah, he's in it too. He just pops up and says something cool. I don't know. So is this on Netflix or Amazon Prime? What's it streaming on? Um, it's only showing at the cinema because it's, oh, uh, nice. it's, it's such a big thing. People, you can only see this at the cinema and on your home stream service. Uh, you can see it everywhere. I've, I've got a film question. Yeah. Because you famously, uh, Will, you famously turned down The Matrix, didn't you, to do Wild Wild West. <coughs> do you think if the roles were reversed... Do you think... I stand by my decision. Do you, no, that, no. There's an underrated movie. That spider monster thing at the end. If you watch that, that's some of the best CGI so if, it's if, in any film ever. What, if you had have chosen The Matrix, do you think uh, Keanu Reeves would have done a better job on the rap song Wild Wild West than you did? Yes. <laughs> Talking of rap songs, is that something a lot of people miss from like Men in Black and Wild Wild West? They're back in the 90s, you used to do a lot of songs, but apparently you've done a song for this new film, The Santa Claus, as well, haven't you, Will? And you were going to give a little bit of—is it called Santa Santa Claus? You were going to give a little bit of us that today before you leave. So I don't want—I don't jump in. Let me just introduce that. So just for the listeners out there, um, Will has done a new song for the new movie, The Santa Claus, um, and it's actually called The Claws. Uh, the song is, and Will's going to give us a blast of that today. Um, his new song. So far ahead, Will. Thank Yo, you very much. You're feeling sad. You got no cause. It's time to save Christmas. It's a Santa Claus. Uh, I, 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 I you've gone quite, old, okay. you've gone quite old school <laughs> with that one. <laughs> I, I went back to like nineteen eighties rap for the for the you song. Famously, for this one. famously, one of um, your earliest uh, rap hits was "Parents Just Don't Understand." Exactly. Um, with uh, oh, the other fella. <laughs> in um, Western Turville, born and raised. No, do you want to? So, but, do you, 
your son actually um, emancipated himself from you. Do you think that's ironic? But parents just don't understand. You don't know what oh, that word yeah. means. Do you know what that, that word means, Phil? Uh, I know Ron. Yeah, Ron Ick. Yeah, man. <laughs> do, you, do you want to do the song again or have another go at it, Will? <laughs> Santa just don't understand. <laughs> oh man, the one I'm laughing so much. You had a few song. No, yeah, I've, I've had a few wines tonight, man. So Jazzy yeah. Jeff, I forgot the name Jazzy Jeff. Oh, oh Jesus, man, how you can shoot me Jazzy in the Jeff? head? Jesus all is forgiven, man. Will. Fuck me. So anyway, it was lovely to have you here tonight, Will. Thank you very much for coming, and thank you very much for telling us about your new movie and doing a piece of your all the song. Best. No problem, man. And um, we'll say goodbye to you now. Goodbye, Will. Thank you very much. Yo, you peace out, brothers. Come back in now. See you later, brother. See him out. Make sure he Yo, goes. Greg, come back in. Make sure he leaves, Greg. Cheers, Will. <laughs> Thanks, man. It's good to be went here, Greg, because you'd have talked yeah, all over it. We'd have got a bloody word in. Uh, okay, so there's something we'd like to do called David's Dream Diary. <laughs> so, uh, David is uh, somebody that knows a hell of a lot about dreams, and you can sort of give him. Um, well, how can I say it? Do you mean hold the mic? You can, and you can no, look no, at no, it. You can give him any dream you've had recently and he can actually analyze that dream and give it you so david come and sit next to me yeah, and, uh, david in um so it's like to get a lot of people in so chris have you had any dreams recently anything you can think of that you want to give to david and he'll tell you what that dream means um, yeah i dreamt i was like a ferret all oh, right animals animal dreams david. Yeah. in the underground so, oh, just want to introduce yourself dave just say hello i'm david everybody dream expert i i've been on the podcast before i do stand up and I contribute in other ways, but my main thing is dreams. <laughs> so David's just gonna. Wh- I'm just looking up ferret. Okay, let's have a look. Dolphin. Encyclopedia. Take your time, David. Take your time. <laughs> is that your encyclopedia? Because he's dribbling all over it. Fight. I've gone too far. Fever Fiddle Feeble Is that why you didn't want to give him the Kindle in case he electrocuted Ferrets <laughs> Fence Ferns <laughs> Ferry It might not have ferrets Are in there Are you sure you didn't dream of a ferry? <laughs> I, I, what do you mean like a fairy godmother? Brian Ferry Apparently people do not dream of ferrets There's no <laughs> I'm referring to my dream dictionary And uh, I don't. I can't be bothered to look up stoke because I'm thinking if they don't have ferret. Maybe, maybe, maybe a dream that began, it begins with F and oh, is so around the ferry. Pretend. Well, David, I had a dream about a ferry. Oh, about a ferry. <laughs> That's perfect. That's very interesting, Barry. A ferry, you say? If you dream of a ferry. <laughs> To wait at a ferry for a boat and see the waiters swift. What? To wait at a ferry for a boat and see the waiters swift and muddy, you will be. Ah, the waters. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, Johnny. Reading, I'm not the best reader. I've I've read that dictionary before. I've got a job at Amazon, I tell you. Please continue. <laughs> see the waters. To wait at a ferry from a boat and see the waters swift and muddy, you will be baffled in not your highest wishes and designs by unforeseen circumstances. 
Um, is it a long bit? To cross a ferry while the water is calm and clear, you'll be very lucky in carrying out your plans. And fortune will crown you. Thank you very much, David. That was David with his dream diary. Hopefully, have more of David with some well, more dreams David. in the next couple of weeks because people are crying out for David, yeah. and he knows a lot about dreams. Um, <clears throat> so, one thing I just want to just say: never forget that George Michael did actually die on Christmas Day. Do you remember? I do. He I did do actually die on Christmas Day. Uh, no. I don't did James the... Brown as well. Does, uh, I wonder how many celebrities have actually died on Christmas Day. Oh well. You, James Brown. You, do, you, you, you Phil, and I'll find out. <laughs> James Brown died in the 70s, didn't he, Grandad? No. <laughs> okay, I did it really well. <laughs> right, here's one for you. It's Christmas Day. Gary Barlow turns up at your house on Christmas Day as his car's broken down outside. So, <laughs> I'll be Gary Barlow. Let me do this one with Chris. Can I just one second? Yep. 25th of December, 2006, James Brown. Two, oh, it was 2006? Yeah. 2006! Okay. Gary Barlow, Chris, turns up at your house on Christmas Day. Uh, I'll be playing Gary Barlow. You'll be playing yourself. <coughs> Hello. Hey, hi there. Uh, my car's broken. Hello there. Uh, my car's broken down just outside. I wonder if Can I could come in. Can you just step back and- a bit, please? COVID. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> uh, my car's broken down just outside. I wonder if I could come in and use your phone. Let me just look around to the sides. There's no other people. So are you on your own? Yeah, it's just me. I'm just driving driving home for Christmas. Have you not? I thought that was Chris Rear. <laughs> very good, very good. Only a joke. Um, have you not got a mobile or anything like that? No, the battery's run out. Okay, where's your vehicle? Uh, just parked down the road, just down there. I knocked on a couple of doors and no one answered. Um... You, I mean, I'm going to let you in anyway, Carrie. Oh, Gary, thank you, but, thank you. Um, oh, you know, you know, who I am, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's why I'm just a bit. Don't really want to help you. Um, but oh, okay. Come you're not, in. Come you're not on. A fan just, of... I did just COVID. Don't talk to anyone. Okay. You should I, can I take? Can I should I take my mask off? No, keep your mask on and keep your. Sho- you may as well just keep your shoes on. By the way, There's just brush them at the oh, front okay. door. Come in. Oh, okay. Thank you very Hello. much. Hello. Uh, we got um Gary Barlow. He's in the uh, he wants to use the phone. Tell him to piss off. No, no, no. He's must have. No, just, uh, I tried. Uh, okay. Oh, Gary, come through here. This is my office. Okay. Oh, nice furniture. Nice. Yeah, I'm, I'm trying to collect like Georgian influence stuff now. I'm not trying to be so puritanical. Oh, very um, nice. I've got a yeah. couple of Georgian pieces in my my gaff my place. I bet you have. I bet you've got a big place, haven't you? Yeah, it's pretty big. Uh, where can Would I you, use the phone then, please? Wanna... Dad, I can't believe Chris you... Gary Barlow's here. Why don't we do a sing song? We should get him to do a song. Well, I could if you... Do you, do you no, want, no, that... no, no. It's kind of a wasted opportunity, see, isn't it? Having Gary Barlow here and not doing a song. <laughs> you want me to do a song with a little one? Please, do Dad, a song can I sing a, a little song one. Gary? On, it's the least I can do if you're letting me use your phone. Oh, by the way, uh, I don't want you doing any of your own songs. Oh, I'd right. rather you what, do. My dad, what, do you, my, what you mean, my raps that I made up with you? Go on, get in. Ask him to if he could do. No, they ask him to do. A, it's a me, rap. Lou. Your other half. If you let him sing a song in our house, I'm leaving you. I know. I know you hey, keep mommy, saying Lou, that. Shut up. I'm, I want to just, sing a song with Gary. You're not just even for the mine. Boy. I don't just want for to the call. boy, Gary. Um, I'm going can upstairs. You sing Gangsters Paradise. Yeah, go on, Gary. Well, 
Well, can I use the phone after I've sung it, please? Definitely, definitely. Okay. Uh, I'm just going to have to find the lyrics. I can't, I don't know the... This fucking phone what works! You, you know, I've been spending most of my life living in a gangster's paradise. <laughs> Come on. Is it, have you got a phone I can borrow? Oh, God. Oh, he's told. <laughs> nice, nice try, Gary. Or a tablet. <laughs> you get no phone, Gary. Until you sing a song. Well, I don't know. I'll have a go. I'll do the best I can. Uh, okay. Been spending most of my life living in a gangster's paradise. Okay, we go. As I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I take a look at my life and realise there's nothing left. Because I've been it. blasting and laughing so long that even my mama thinks that my mind is gone. <laughs> that's I ain't never like cost a man that didn't deserve it. Maybe treat it like a pug. You know that's unheard of. You better watch who you're talking, where you're walking. Are you and your homies maybe lying in chalk? I really hate to trip, but I got a lock. As a crook, I see myself in the pistol smoke. Fool, I'm the kind of G the little homies want to be like on my knees in the night playing prayers in the street life. Why must we so blind to see that the ones we heard... Okay, that's enough now, Gary. Okay, can I use the phone now, please? <laughs> yeah, you can... Um, yeah, yeah, just one more thing, Gary. Can we... Um, could you sign a couple of things for me? I fucking yeah. hate you lot, but, you know, but sign some stuff for me. Yeah, sure. Um, so I've got this... Old Magnus record. I reckon with your signature on there, that would bump it up a little bit. Yeah, there you go. That's some for you. Thank you. Um, and that's it. Yeah, the phone's just behind you, mate. Okay. Oh, there we are. Oh, thank you very much. Uh, hello, is that the air? Hello there. Uh, yeah, get, uh, broken down. Uh, do you need the post? Okay, what, what's your postcode, please, mate? <laughs> what's, your, what's your postcode? I just need the postcode. Don't tell him, Dad. Well, I need to tell them where I've broken down. CV1. A few one. UB1. 2J. 2J, sorry. 2JI. 2JI. I've broken down at UB1, 2JI. Uh, what's the number of your house, please, mate? Don't tell him, Dad. Well, Gary, just say you'll meet him. There's a post box just along the street. Okay. Just uh, tell him you'll meet him at the post box. I'll give box. him a reg. Uh, uh, St. Catherine Street. Can you meet me at the post box at St. Catherine Street, please? In Musseltown. <laughs> In Muscle Town, <laughs> he says he can't find it. Well, fuck off out the house. Go, Gary. You better go out and walk up there. Why don't you fuck the fuck off, there, Gary? Back, I'm going to leave because there's a bit of a hostile atmosphere. It's not very Christmas-like. <laughs> Pay your taxes. Uh, Why don't you write a letter to the AA and stick it in the post box? What happened to your missus's voice? You're right. <laughs> She's livid. If I'd played that, see what I'd done is, as Gary Barlow, I'd kicked. I'd gone, like, "Oh, you got a piano there," and then kicked your way in, and then just started singing. Oh, on well, the piano. maybe you should have fucking played yeah. Gary Barlow then. Jesus, I Christ. thought it was a great Gary Barlow. It was great. It was great. Uh, no, it was, it, it was great Gary Barlow. Did I met one to take Barlow. that and Luton Airport. Barlow. Oh, do you remember Live Aid? <laughs> no, that caused an excess of two million extra deaths in Ethiopia, apparently. Well, they heard the they heard the single and killed themselves. Yeah, apparently they did. They shipped it out there Do and they, they hated know? it. <laughs> they tried to eat it. I right. met I met one to take that at Luton Airport. Did you? Yeah, yeah. The uh, it was packed. All the planes were delayed. Packed. On Christmas. There isn't one called Pat. Packed. Oh, sorry. It was packed. <laughs> I went in and sat at a table and ordered a pint. Picked up a newspaper and I saw someone sit down. I went, "Oh, sorry, mate. I'm taking your newspaper." And he went, "Oh, don't worry. It was Howard from Take That." So I nicked his table and nicked his newspaper. He was Shit quite one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he didn't have dreadlocks in his beard, unfortunately. Jason, I mean, obviously out of the the the, the two like uh, extras, as it were. 
Which are Howard Mark Howard was his name Howard Marks I forgot his name really. I don't know I didn't Mark. ask his Howard name something. no because he was on he was on Jason the, Orange Jason, exactly everyone remembers Jason Orange as the other one you know, the extras yeah. you've got your main ones you've got your, your, your Barlows your Williams your Owens I think his surname was I mean, Back Dance a Funny Beard well, I mean it goes it goes it was William, wasn't it it was Robbie Williams Gary Barlow in order of like, yeah. fame and all the rest of it now in recent years I'd say it's tipped to Gary Barlow because he's all over I don't know, the fucking they all st- he's always on a piano he's always on something famous during for not, lockdown famous for not paying his taxes he's famous for doing a, a song every day on fucking lockdown on his piano I think he was much more busy than Williams was during lockdown so I'd say he's he's more relevant now anyway not, not fame while he was doing that on his piano every day during lockdown they were laughing and partying do you know what I mean? Um, really- my point was, though, is that Howard is the least known. Because uh, yeah. I always remember Jason Orange, but I could never remember Howard's surname. Do you know what? I'm absolutely gutted because we're almost well, coming to the end That must week. have really spoiled your wanks. <laughs> it did. I, I completely <laughs> well, ah, Matt- Gary Barlow, Robbie Williams, <laughs> Jason <laughs> Orange, Mark Lauren and Howard. Maybe he's the most famous one. Maybe he's <laughs> the most famous finish. one because you only need one name like Kylie or Madonna. Yeah, and Howard. <laughs> Howard, he should yeah, truly be a sing- solo artist just called Howard. I'm absolutely devastated because we're almost come to the end of this week's podcast, and I really want to talk about. I really want to talk about Blue Story. Oh, I, mean, I watched Blue Story. Sorry, <laughs> that you watched? No, I, I haven't seen it. Blue Story and True Story. I, I wanted to talk about them as well. Oh, uh, God, never mind. Next week. Yes, yeah, so it's going to be a bit late then. I mean, the, well, no, I'll, I'll just say it quickly. True, uh, it's, uh, true story is worth a watch. Kevin Hart because he's, he's doing quite a bit of acting now. He, he fancies himself as an actor. Oh, as yeah. Most successful comedians do. They're like, I want to do, I want to do Eddie Murphy or Robin Williams, or whatever. Not do them. Uh, I mean, be like them. He's got his own brand of his own make of night trainers. But it's him, the and, only comedian to have that. Oh, is he okay? Um, him, it's him and Wesley Snipes. But Wesley Snipes playing his older brother, like his older like. Uh, flaky brother who's sort of relying on him so Kevin Hart's playing a version of himself like a comedian a successful comedian he's playing himself like Arnie and Danny DeVito but then it's the setup is Wesley Snipes is his older brother they have a, uh, have a wild, wild night out in Philly because they go back to the hometown in Philadelphia they go out for a wild night Wesley Snipes is trying to get him to pay for like something to do with a restaurant he keeps trying to fucking start up a restaurant and that's their relationship they see each other every now and again Wesley Snipes is trying to black money off him because he's his famous little brother comedian um, anyway, they go out for a party. Uh, he goes back with a fucking groupie. She ends up dead in his, be- his bed, wakes up, and then Wesley Snipes is like, the girl's dead. And don't She's w- dead. Don't say anything else. No, no, no that's, that's great. it. That's it. Yeah, so the first episode starts like that. It's great. And then they call him Billy Zane, who's a Greek gangster. He's great in it. And that's all I'll say. Okay, what's it on? It's Netflix. That is something I wasn't expecting to be that good, but it's definitely worth a watch. I, I, watched, I watched all of that in a night. So. Do you reckon John Bishop would make a good James Bond? No. You don't, I reckon, because I've watched him in Doctor Who and he's got that cool, all calm... Right. All right, shaken, not stirred. All right. And the, Jane, I'll just go round table quick, because I watched a James Bond film and I want to hear your version of a James Bond girl in distress calling out for James Bond. James! That's mine, yours. Jimmy, come back here! Chris? James! And Johnny? James! Very good, Johnny's is the best. Um, Let's go to the Brown Bear Comedy Club. Good evening, everybody. Welcome to the Brown Bear Comedy Club. Thank you all for coming. Uh, my name is Mike Stephen Compare. 
If you've never seen me before, I'll be your compare for this evening. Uh, welcome to the Three Trees in uh, Buckingham Road, Bletchley, Milton Keynes this evening. It's a lovely venue. We do have food and drink in the corner there. Um, so it is a bit of a restaurant atmosphere, but we are there have a comedy night and it's very nice. Restrictions have come in. I hope you all showed your COVID pla- passes. Passes. Hey, <laughs> can't speak right. Hey, and you're all wearing masks. Masks? Meeks. Hey. So uh, I like to do a little bit of... Uh, Get the crowd warmed up. Get the, in the door. That's it. Get the audience warmed up uh, before we start. So uh, this, because it's a Milton Keynes audience and we've come in into another lockdown. Let's hope we're not uh, coming on to Christmas. Anyway, anyone see about the uh, government Christmas? I'll leave that to the comedians. Right. So ladies and gentlemen, before let's get going with our first act this evening. Please put your hands together and give a lovely warm welcome to a lovely young man. His name is Rick Relative Father. Ladies and gentlemen, Rick Relative Father. Yeah. 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 Hi, Bletchley. Um, I am just an everyday man trying to get through uh, life and love and romance, but uh, unfortunately I got uh, dumped again this week, so I've been having to do my own laundry. Um, I didn't realise until this week, and having to do a female duty, that laundry is one of the last bastions of uh, institutionalised racism. Well, one of, should I say. Great for whites, it said on the side of the box at 1970s, mate. That's what I thought. Um, also good for coloureds, but to me that just felt like they're an afterthought, really. So uh, let's be a bit more inclusive, please. Um, yes, yeah, so Christmas is coming up and it's a nightmare. I just spend my day driving around house to house, dropping off presents to my kids um, and my stepkids. Um, I'm like a shit Santa, um, but in fact, I'm probably more akin to a fly tipper, given the amount of plastic I get rid of um, in the minute amount of time I'm at each deposit site, which I call my exes these days. Um, still, one bit of bad weather can fuck my deliveries, and like the bearded snow fairy, I see in the north there was Storm Barra, Storm Barra rolled over the country. Hope nobody missed the RNA there. Um, ruining Christmases. It's like the, the weather equivalent of government advice. Um, I, I saw that Boris Johnson wants to uh, wipe out the Vowell County Lines gangs with th- his £300 million drug strategy. I really hope they make a film of this, don't you? Get someone like Jason Statham to play him. £300 million. That'll give him like some Bruce Wayne tech. Not quite Iron Man money, but he should be able to develop some like Boris night fighting enhancements or something at least. Although, to be honest, that parallel he is a little bit vague when it comes to uh, where he does, whether he does wear a mask or not. Uh, maybe he isn't incompetent, but just hiding a deeper secret. Um, I suppose where it all falls down is when it comes to his opposition, Starmer. Because Starmer's like a few things, isn't he? But he's not like a Joker, maybe a Riddler. Um, he's quite Harvey Dent. I'm not necessarily saying he's two-faced, but I can't see him in an outfit other than like a suit. Um, but I'm sure when he goes, he'll go all the way. That's what I'm waiting for. Just need to discover what his double-edged coin is. I don't know what, you know. There's insert political joke about someone flipping a coin back and forth like they would uh, an idea. 
Or they could just all legalise drugs, couldn't they? And that would sort out county lines. But no, don't want to do the sensible thing. Um, Christmas parties. That's all the rage this week, isn't it? Yeah. Isn't it a shame we didn't have Christmas parties? Yeah. It's even been discussed in Parliament. No Christmas parties. What about you? What about this man here? Yeah, I'm partying this Christmas. Fuck them. Yeah. Fuck the government. My mum was on a ventilator. <laughs> well, I, t- I tell you what, if it came to me, I'd join the, the bauble party. Maybe I'd consider the uh, Cracker Joke Independence Party, but they're as they're quite egalitarian but I'd never joined the turkey party never in my life I think you should listen to this it's uh, sage advice sage advice Uh, anyway I've been watching more daytime telly lately as well I won't say why Um, it's too soon as well Um, but countdown Anne Robinson remember when she had that work done when she was like at peak weakest link because she was, she was on um, Points of View, wasn't she, and stuff like that. And then she went on Weakest Link, and it's like, no, I am like catty TV bitch now. So she had loads of work done. Um, well, I reckon she should have waited to like now to get it done, because I saw her the other day, and I think getting that work done is a bit like getting a conservatory in winter. You know, just like the wrong, the wrong time. She's like the old witch from Terror Hawks. Um, I don't know any about that show at all. Leave Countdown anymore. Even the Vorderman upgrade. Riley has let herself go. She's always what, pregnant. She's pre- yeah, she's pregnant. <laughs> Disgusting. Again, at least it's got nothing to do with me, I suppose. Anyway, I'm Rick Relative Father. Good night. Yeah! Thank you very much, ladies and gentlemen. Absolutely brought the house down. That was Rick Relative Father. Always comes with a smashing app, such high energy. I hope you really enjoyed that. So uh, let's bring on our next act. Without further ado, please get your hands together. Give a, these a new guy to stage. Please put your hands together for Michael Bublet. Ladies and gentlemen, Michael Bublet. <laughs> hi, everyone. I'm Michael Bublet. Uh, hi, everyone. Uh, that's <laughs> Michael Bublet. Uh, pleased to meet you, uh, everyone. Uh, I'm comedian. So uh, anyone here got uh, any kids? Anyone got any kids? I've got some kids. All oh, right. Okay. We all know... Uh, Kids are crazy, aren't they? Kids do the funniest things. I've got things. some kids. <laughs> oh, we got some kids. Have you got any kids, sir? <laughs> no, not that one. Hey! <laughs> I love that. Um, so anyway, uh, that little tykes are crazy. So a funny little story about my little one. Uh, my little one called James. So uh, so uh, last weekend, we were in the. I was in the living room, and he was going, oh, daddy, daddy, can I mow the lawn? Can I mow the lawn? And I'm like, James, you can't use the mower. You're too young. But he's like, daddy, daddy, can I mow the lawn? So... I thought, all right, well, go on. You can have a go. Uh, next thing I heard this screaming coming from the garden, and uh, he'd only gone and mowed over his hands. So he basically, I went out there and he just ripped his hands to shreds under the mower. I'm like, and the wife's all panicking. You know what they get like, all screaming and running around the house. I go, calm down, calm down. So I go on Facebook and I find out what to do. And uh, basically, they said that all you need to, with, with an injury like that, you could go to hospital or you could use herbs and tape. So basically, what I did was I got his got his arms and uh, put some herbs on it, a bit of uh, stinging nettles, rubbed that in, and some gaffer tape, mm. taped them all up, and so I'd be right as rain. Uh, mm. A week later, sadly, little James passed away, but uh, not not to worry. Cooked him up, put him on the barbecue. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely delicious. Absolutely delicious. <laughs> <laughs> Is 
this weather. Wife was distraught, but no indoor barbecue, sir. <laughs> but she, wife was distraught. I think uh, it might be over. So anyway, I was Michael Bublé. <laughs> Thank you very much, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, good night. Thank you very much, ladies and gentlemen. That was Michael Bublé. A little bit of confusion there at the beginning. We had another actor thought it was coming on. That's James Christmas. But James Christmas will be on later on. So don't worry about that. But lovely guy there, Michael Bublé. Shame he hasn't got a punchline. And I don't even think he was a comedian. He just came straight off the audience to tell that story. <laughs> so ladies and gentlemen, here's our next act now. Uh, this guy knows a bit about what's been going on in the news. So uh, please put your hands together and give a lovely warm welcome to Andy Politics. Ladies and gentlemen, it's Andy Politics. Hello. Hello. Yes, it's me, Andy Politics. The UK's number one Andy Parliament Tribute Act. Oh, thank you. Have we got anyone in here tonight who follows politics? Yes, me! Yeah. <laughs> I'm on Instagram and Facebook. Dame Chris and a Dick said they are considering investigating the illegal party held at number 10 Downing Street last Christmas. This is after Cressida Dick said she wasn't considering an investigation because no one had written a letter of complaint to her. What about a fax, Cressida? Or maybe a hieroglyph? Or even a fucking cave painting, Cressida? Bye, Cressida. This dick doesn't know if there was a party at one of the UK's most protected houses. Protected by her own police force. Dame Cressida Dick doesn't know dick. And won't do dick. Because there ain't nothing like a dick. Is it politically correct to laugh at panto dames now? Dominic Raab, the Justice Secretary, doesn't know if there was a party because he wasn't there and said the police weren't in the habit of investigating things that happened a year ago. Is that a fact, Raab? Last year, this decade, botched the retreat from Afghanistan and now he's doing his magic here. The policing minister... Kit Malthouse said he has assured there were no rules broken, so that means there is nothing to show. He doesn't even know if an event took place, but if it did, no rules were broken. When asked if an event took place and if any regulations were broken and was assured that none were, but he doesn't know if it was an event and what the nature of it was and the point of what he does, he doesn't know. How can Boris sleep at night with all the illegal raves going on in his house? No wonder he is incoherent and looks like a tramp. (laughs) Boris can't do push-ups or sit-ups, but piss-ups and cock-up, then he's your man. (laughs) I thought Lee Majors was the fall guy, but it turns out it was Allegra Stratton, the unknown stuntwoman that made Boris such a star. Allegra Stratton sounds like an 80s car, an old banger, if you will. But what... But she wasn't and had to resign. She said she was Boris's press secretary, but she moved out of that job a while back and was put in the temporary position of COPAC press secretary. So those crocodile tears were for her last four weeks of her job. But she should get a holiday pay. Simon Case is the head of the civil service and he's on the case. He's investigating the illegal party that he was at. Probably, allegedly. Breaking news, the Telegraph and Daily Mail have the names of all the attendees but aren't releasing them. We really are in the thick of it now. That reminds me of an old joke. I saw this dickhead earlier, pissed out of his head. Go Tories! Oh, it's finished. Sorry, Lejo. We just stood there for a minute. I didn't think it finished. <laughs> Lejo, that was uh, Andy Politics. Uh, cracking stuff there. Uh, sorry about that lady at the front. She was in tears there. I think something happened to her mum uh, last Christmas. Never mind. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, so let's move on to our final act of the evening. He's a headliner. You haven't seen him before. 
meant to be a cracking act. He's been touring the country, absolutely amazing. He was a little bit eager. He thought he was coming on earlier when Michael Bublet was on, but he wasn't. But he's here now. Please put your hands together and give a lovely warm welcome to James Christmas. Ladies and gentlemen, it's James Christmas. Hi, guys. Merry Christmas. Now, I've been thinking a lot about Goldilocks. Uh, Goldilocks is or was really stupid. I'll tell you why. Well... I say it is or was because I'm not sure whether to refer to it in the past or present tense because it depends on what version of the story you believe. So, the modern version of Goldilocks, do you know, are you familiar with the, the, the Goldilocks yeah. story? Yeah, I think most of us know Goldilocks, mate. Yeah, yeah. So like the planet. What happens, what happens in the end? It's a kid's story, mate. That's what happens in the end. So, in the end, in the, in the modern version, the version, tell us a joke? the version that we tell our kids, okay, Goldilocks, she goes and fucks with the bear's shit. Why she, is this guy so angry? She breaks into the bear's house. She fucks with their shit. Someone nicked his porridge. She goes into the bear's house. She she sits in their chairs and says, like, oh, this chair's shit. She goes and sits and lies in their bed and goes, this, be- this bed's shit. And then she eats their fucking porridge, okay, right? So in, in the modern versions of the, the story, the bears come back and they're like, who's this girl in our house? And then and then she just goes fuck bears and then runs off into the woods and and that's it. Like, it's like oh I shouldn't have done that. I'm in a bear's house. Oh naughty me. And the mora- I mean it's not really a good morality tale. I think the older versions are better. So the, the story's been around since the early 19th century. So my the, the favourite version. So in the modern version she runs off into the woods and is unharmed. Um, but in the older versions it goes a little bit differently. I like the modern version. I know because can you do the modern version are you a father sir that's, that's probably the, that's, you look like you're, you're I prefer a dad a, I prefer a morality a story you look like are you a virgin okay that's probably why you yeah. like well, are you, you look kind of snowflakey to me the, like, the reason the modern yeah. version is made up because modern kids aren't really they're not like Dickensian kids who are like they're used to dying they're like oh, I'm working in a workhouse and then they die or whatever like that, I mean the grim reality of death was very present to kids back then nowadays like kids uh, you you probably don't let your, your son play Xbox, like Could Call of Duty. Couldn't visit my son. I bet you don't let your son play Call of Duty with the blood effects on. You know what I mean? That's I'm the sort a of pussy. The pussy like world we live in now. It's like, oh, I don't let my son. I go and walk. I hold my son's what hand. On, snowflakes. Oh, what on. I hold my son's hand uh, while I walk him home from school because I heard there was a nonce in our village. My parents didn't give a fuck about nonces. They just sent me out on my fucking bike in the early eighties and didn't give a fuck. You know what I mean? Everyone cares about nonces now. Kids all snowflakes, all scared of nonces and fucking playing Call of Duty. It's pathetic. Anyway, so the original version of the story, the bears fucking... I'm a virgin because a nonce stops me. What's that fucking heckler number one? I'm a, I'm a, I'm a virgin because a nonce Yeah, you, you look like a virgin. Yeah, I'm not surprised. Sorry, I didn't mean you, mate. Virgin. <laughs> you never uh, got touched by a nonce. I just remember you're a snowflake. I think you you, you yourself can't handle the fucking true story of the, the, the brown bears. Nonces would run away from him. I don't need it. I don't need it. <laughs> the true story of the brown bears. I mean, the three bears. You wish bear. a nonce touched you. So what happened? So, yeah. In our shitty snowflake version, which has been changed over the years to protect peep kids or whatever, um, yes, uh, Goldie Goldie is running away. And so that's why I said I don't know whether to pre- refer to her in the past or present tense uh, because if the modern version is to be believed, I should say Goldilocks is stupid. Okay, but I I, I prefer to go with the the older versions. So the older versions, Goldilocks is fucking fucks with their shit, sleeps in their beds. The bears come back and like. And they just bear They just eat her They just fucking Straight up eat her uh, In most of the versions In the early 19th century versions But my favourite version Which is written by Eleanor Muir Or something I don't know I think that is actually The exact I, don't, 
I just I wouldn't have pulled that name out of anywhere. Anyway, this, this guy's good. Anyway, this, this the early this early version. They don't just they don't just eat her. They don't just use their bear like claws and like the, the natural thing. I mean, bears as well. Obviously, they'll just fucking munch her. Be like, oh, there's someone in our house. I don't know why bears have got a house, but yeah. So they they eat her. They just eat her. But no, there's this one by which was written in 1831 where they don't just eat her and uh, kill her. They torture her first. So the bears the bears are family bears. And I, I love this version because. Instead of using the animal instincts, they've gone like, ho, 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 let's slow down here. Let's not just eat her. Let's torture her first. We've got her. So they try and burn her. They put her in a fucking fire. They burn, They try and Chuck burn her. in the kiln. Yeah. It doesn't work. It doesn't work. That's bollocks. It obviously, it worked. Yeah. But they were like, no, no, no. And they took her out. It's like, oh, she's nearly dead. Let's now try and drown her. So then they waterboard her for like fucking that one. They don't waterboard. They dip her in a fucking lake, I, I guess. Um, and then no no that didn't work either so then so, so after trying to burn her to death and then drowning her the three bears go well that didn't work and they, then they uh, then they impale her on a church steeple they're like well there's only one thing for it we must get a ladder climb up to the nearest church and impale her on a steeple and that and that does the trick that kills her yeah, that was, yeah. so um yeah so the, the, the bits before the bits before is like the, the way it's described in the book they go like well that didn't work and it's like it, it would have worked but they obviously were torturing her anyway so it all sounds a bit far-fetched um <laughs> like like but then but it, it, this guy's like david olasoga yeah but like it sounds a bit far-fetched but then these are bears that can make porridge okay so like the idea of them climbing up a ladder like I've seen you dancing bears, like Russian dancing bears. Yeah, yeah. It's not too beyond the realms of possibility they climb out. I think making a bowl of porridge is actually harder than, uh, or even starting a fire. Uh, I mean, but you could say that there might have been a fire already going for them to put the gold locks in the fire, and there may have been a lake for them to dip her in, and making a bed. Yeah, That's I what mean, happens in the modern version, mate. But um, you know, we've already said that in the modern oh, version sorry, she runs mate, away I was into in the, the woods. Toilet. <laughs> the modern version she runs away into the woods. Okay, mate. Thank uh. you. <laughs> This prick. Heckler number two, eh? That's my favourite version. The one where she gets tortured and killed. I, I prefer to think that she was tortured and killed. So we talk about her in the past tense. So, Goldilocks was stupid. Here comes the punchline. This is why. So when she was fucking around with the porridge, she goes, like, Oh, this one's too hot. This one's too cold. This one's just right. By the time she'd finished the just right one, the one that was too hot would be just right. And she could have eaten that as well. So that's two lots of porridge she could have had. But the main one she's missed, the main trick she's missed, is mixing the cold porridge with the hot porridge. That's a jumbo pot of just right porridge, two porridges. You've got three right porridges. She could have eaten all the fucking porridges, had a full stomach when she got impaled in that fucking steeple. Boom! And he brings the house down. Thank I've been you the Christmas much. guy. Absolutely. Good night. Absolutely amazing there. He brings the house down with that last joke and the punchline about the porridge. <laughs> Big build-up, long story, but it was worth it in the end. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, that was uh, the Brown Bear it's Comedy Club for this week. That's how comedy works, mate. It's Thank funny. You. People don't tell jokes anymore, mate. It's, uh, you, it's can't, you can't heckle him, mate. You can't heckle him. that guy. The, Fuck you! Uh, Sorry, I don't know what happened there. So, so I don't think James Christmas has ever done comedy before, but it was a cracking first <laughs> attempt from him there. Uh, but ladies and gentlemen, thank you for coming for the Brown Bear Comedy Club. Have a safe journey home. Look after yourselves. And remember, oh, well, well. if you are going to have a party, make sure you're socially distanced when you have it. <laughs> That's a little political thing there. Cause you're talking about. Anyway, good night, everyone. Take care. Good night.
Yeah, yeah, thank yeah, you very yeah, much yeah, for listening yeah, yeah. to this week's uh, Idle Matinee Podcast 111 we'll hopefully be back next week uh, for another cracking episode uh, I'd just like to say goodbye Na- my name was Ben goodbye from me Ben goodbye from Greg au revoir I've been Gregoire goodbye from Chris goodbye from Chris um, I was thinking oh, I'll leave it till next week and goodbye from Johnny I've got a world that you've got a world that we've got a world that sings. I like that one. Bye.